Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So a group of people who are apparently smarter than us have this fake clock. And they said that it's now 90 seconds until midnight. And that apparently means the world's going to end in nuclear annihilation. And I think these guys, I shouldn't say guys because there's women, they did this big ceremony where they like pull down the sheet. They do it all the time. And they're like, the clock has moved to 90 seconds to midnight. And they're all like, actually, they don't say anything. They just like turn very slowly and then stand there and don't move. Must be very awkward to film. But I think they must be really excited when uh, when war was declared and Russia moved into Ukraine because they were like, hey, we're once again relevant in discussing nuclear annihilation because for the longest time, nobody was really talking about nuclear war. And they they moved the clock up to, I think, 100 seconds to midnight, which means, you know, the end of the world because of climate change. Then Russia does its Russia thing, invades Ukraine. And I'm sure they were like, oh, let's uh, let's let's talk about nuclear annihilation. So we will. And I want to give a shout out to the movie Watchmen because it's one of my favorite lines ever. When Dr. Manhattan, the character, is asked about the, 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 the doomsday clock being moved five minutes to midnight, he says, it's as nourishing as a photo of oxygen to a drowning man. And, and, and uh, I guess simply put, this is complete meaningless nonsense. But that being said, the U.S. is going to be sending tanks into Ukraine. Russia's pissed. Russian propagandists are saying it's already World War III. Just fire the nukes already. And uh, look at that. We're talking about this again after that huge show last night with Steven Crowder. So we're going to get into that. But before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to support our work directly. Click that Join Us button, and you'll get access to exclusive members-only segments of this show. We had a really awesome time with Steven Crowder last night. We talked for a little bit longer than normal, so the episode went up a little late, but we talked about inside baseball, inner workings of business, and there are some jokes and stuff. It's really interesting. If you want to check it out, go to TimCast.com. Join us, support our work, and uh, as a member, you're helping our cultural endeavors as well as the work we do in reporting the news. So don't forget to also smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, take this video, share that URL, whatever, it's the most powerful thing you can do. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Nuance Bro. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, It's cool to be on. Right on. What is what is nuance, bro? It's not a name, is it? A- yeah, I mean, it's a YouTube channel, Twitter page. I haven't made YouTube channel videos for like three months now, but I've been doing a lot of Twitter stuff, uh, spaces. You were in one of the spaces not too long ago. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, by the way, I brought you guys some gifts. Uh, oh. If I could give you guys some oh, gifts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, I love them. All right, let's see. It's kind of weird gifts for, for weird people. I got I brought a rubber ducky from uh, Lufthansa First Class Terminal in Germany. So that's 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 one of the gifts. For who? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> one, one of you guys. I brought, uh, well, these are like coasters from Iran. So this oh, is like a cool. sanctioned Ooh, country. Cool, so let me, I, and I will also just say, as you're getting rid of getting the sure. gift, I did not know you had gifts prepared, but uh, yeah. Luke and no, Ian are yeah. gone. Yeah, they're gone now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank they, goodness. They, they got they got dragged <laughs> off by bears last night. Yeah, nothing we can do about it. Uh, speaking of bears, tigers. This is Russian tiger ammo for AKs. Uh, oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are a lot harder to get is these this, days. This is uh, AK ammo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one more. Well, actually, no, two more. I got uh, Yugo AK ammo, so country that doesn't exist anymore. And then uh, this is like, these are like women who are impoverished in Iran make this sort of stuff. This Ooh, is a little, cool. little thing, so... Yeah, just some gifts for the for the people around. Oh, Thank cool. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. 
Right on, man. Cool, cool. Thanks for hanging out. It's going to be fun. We also have uh, Hannah Claire. She's uh, taken Luke's seat from him. Yeah, I've reclaimed my seat, I'd like to say, or won it back from Seamus, too. Uh, yeah, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. I did not realize I was sitting next to Mary Poppins over here with a bag full of stuff. Oh. It's a good night. I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, Serge put up that picture of Biden over your shoulder. I am <laughs> feeling uncomfortable. I don't love it. I have to say... Because hey, there was I, I like dead cool. wall space because yeah. we took his stuff down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sat down and he was like, yeah, I mean, we could try and find something else. And I was like, <laughs> we oh. need to replace that thing for sure. Did Jessica paint it or did it yeah. come from someone yeah, else? Yeah, Jessica painted that. Jessica's incredibly talented. And let me tell you, this one's spooky. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it? you get to you get to have Biden over your shoulder. for There you go. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. There's All anything right. else here. Well, we got uh, Phil's hanging out because uh, so Ian is on a mission to save Bocus, the cat. Mm-hmm. Bocus is going into an, for an experimental stem cell therapy to try and regenerate his kidneys. And uh, he doesn't have much time left. As most of you know, Bocus is the cat. Ian uh, doesn't want Bocus to die, neither do I. So he went on a mission. They're filming it. He's bringing him to a state-of-the-art facility for experimental stem cell. They take, the, they take stem cells from his blood and fat, then multiply them and put them back into his bloodstream to repair his kidneys. That's cool. Fingers crossed. We're hoping for Bocus. Uh, I am Phil Labonte. Uh, the guy that yells and all that remains, and I am here to uh, give my input on whatever we're talking about tonight. Yeah, it's, it's like fun. season six character change. Just go, just go with it. I'm just do. here to we make should, noise, man. We shouldn't even have acknowledged <laughs> that they were gone. We just pretended like this is what we were doing the whole time. I'm here to take. I'll, I'll take up the uh, anarchisty stuff for for <laughs> Luke. You know, we can we, we can dump on the Fed. Right. Nice. Serge is back. Pressing all the buttons. Yes. A uh, little bit of fake news. I didn't miss my flight. Frontier just delayed my flight for like nine hours and I was stuck in the airport and uh, it was great. I got to walk around an airport. It's a really lovely experience. But uh, I'm back. Kellen did a great job at Kellen PDL. You should follow him because he really picked up the mantle and held the uh, torch quite well, I think. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah, we got a bunch of other stuff to talk about too. Oh, I, yeah. I really want to talk about Rick and Morty because he got canned or whatever. He got canceled. So we'll yeah. talk about Justin Roiland. But let's jump into this first story. Because I guess it matters. Nuclear war. Nuclear war matters. The New York Times reports a doomsday clock moves closer to midnight than ever. The bulletin of the atomic scientists at the clock at 90 seconds to midnight on Tuesday, citing the war in Ukraine as well as climate change. Okay, so both. Online disinformation and other threats. Ugh. See, that's what Sniffing gets me their here. Own farts. What are they saying is disinformation where they're like, anything they is bad. We, we, we really want you to pay attention to our organization. Anything they disagree with or w- would inhibit their uh, accruement of power is you disinformation. Know, so so what, what the, the main issue is that uh, Russia is, there's war. Russian personalities on TV have, have outright said, we're in World War III, and they've been saying it for months now. It's been going on for like six months. Mm-hmm. We're in World War III, just fire the nukes already. And we're sitting here going like, no, 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 nukes can't happen, nukes can't happen. And I'm kind of like, I don't know, man, I kind of feel like they could happen. And now you have this, um, this clock, which is, I just, I think it's the stupidest thing Well, how ever. long has it even existed? That's why I want- 40. So they think we're even closer than the Cuban Missile Crisis. <clears throat> exactly, and that's- well, we didn't have disinformation then. It's that's very true. important that we mm. count for modern day disinformation. Yeah, that's, you pro- that's take probably into- the, the, the big one that's uh, got- bringing the clock closer. You've got to take into consideration, you know, back when the Soviets were putting uh, nuclear missiles at our doorstep, they did not have middle-aged fat men with MAGA hats posting memes. There was no orange man to be worried about. That's right. That's right. True. And then once Trump came along, the clock just went straight to like one second to midnight. They were like, ah, Trump. No, they didn't really. But uh, it was at 100 seconds to midnight. Look, here's the point. 
there's a legitimate point to be made that we are dangerously close to annihilation because psychopaths in both parties are like, yay, war. And Kevin McCarthy's wearing the lapel pin and the handkerchief, like supporting Ukraine. They all want to vote for more funding to send over there to, to instigate more conflict, more than it already is. And as much as I will say outright, of course, Russia invaded Ukraine. Russia's the aggressor, all that. The U.S. is not on the border of Russia. Russia is in a border dispute with a border country on its border. The United States is on the other side of the planet, quite literally. Why are we involved in this, especially if it's going to escalate us to World War III? Yeah. Have you seen the ceremony that they do when they reveal the clock? They have it like covered and they go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just like look and they're like, yeah, look how close we are. <laughs> you know? Sick. It's like you just scary, made it up. right? You just put a time on there and they like you just made it up. Like, just like, and what is the calculation yeah. behind this? Like, how do they get to like 90 I seconds? Like, what fake information that they're afraid of versus war? Like, why weren't Today. we already at 90 seconds? Here, let's oh, let's man. let's let's play the little ceremony for you guys. Oh, goodness. It's funny because the members I want you to imagine all these people, like there's five people and they're supposed to look like academic and smart. But imagine filming this. There's a voiceover and they just stand there for a minute. Pull the thing down and then stand there again. The members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now... 90 seconds to midnight. I feel like that's the title of an action movie. (laughs) Like... There's a How great song they... by Iron Maiden called Two Minutes to Me. And look, 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 here's, look, it's like... We're not scared of that. No, no, look at this, look at this. For 20 seconds, they just stand there and do nothing. So we zoom in? And they zoom in, oh, it's yeah. night. So and like, could you imagine... Also, someone made that. Right, that's what I was going to say. Like, imagine you're you're like a, a, a props department, you know, it's some, you know, for some production company or something, and you get a phone call like, can you make a clock that signals the world is about to end? Do you get in trouble if you but, like leak the the time? But only a, <laughs> oh no, yeah, they leaked the, the the ninety seconds. Everyone found out too early. But only a little bit of the clock because we really got to stress. How yeah, that's close what I was going to say. Like, has it clearly this is not the same clock since nineteen forty seven? Like, yeah, has it always, it always been uh-huh. like the quarter? Has it I'm, ever been like more actually, than? Has it yeah. ever gone? <laughs> has it ever been sure. further away? It they has. Pro- they probably changed it, it to just the. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Porter, when, when, when they wanted to make the impact... You know, also, have, have, like, have more impact. Was there something specific that today, like, we reached 90 seconds? Do we reach it last week? Like, 
I don't know particularly if there's anything anything policy wise, but I mean, I think it's a bad idea to send Abrams tanks to Ukraine. <laughs> Did you ever like hear someone count down for their kid and be like, if you don't do something by the time I count to three, like you're yes. in trouble? And it's like one, one two, two and a two half. And, a half. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's just like, I ain't moving. I'm not. Yeah. Do they so, ever break it down to like you know milliseconds at some point? We're like five milliseconds away from midnight. Well, because yeah. it's well, relative, the right? It's ever been. Obviously, the clock means nothing. They're saying this, and and you know, like like, like I said, like legitimate point about the potential for for annihilation. But what happens if tomorrow Vladimir Putin actually fires a nuke, and it's a limited, and it's like it's like a tactical nuke that blows up a military base? So nuclear war has begun. Are they going to then be like it's forty five seconds to midnight? Is and then Doomsday- what happens if the U.S. retaliates with a nuclear torpedo strike, and they're like it's forty four seconds, forty four seconds, yeah. and they're sitting there thinking like, guys, we only have forty four seconds left. If if we want to up the clock every time we get closer to nuclear annihilation, we're gonna run out of seconds. No, it's like Bitcoin. You just break it down into satoshis. <laughs> you know, you can always just break it down more. We're three fourths of a second to midnight. Are we gonna do milliseconds? Yeah, yeah. Might so as well. apparently, when it was seventeen minutes to midnight, this is what it looked like. It's like they still only. When was that? What year was that? Uh, I don't. Uh, this was 1991. Okay. Oh, right know. after the uh, fall of the Soviet Union. Right, right, right. They were like, everything's fine. Which was ridiculous because it's not like there was fewer nuclear weapons when the Soviet Union fell. It was worse. Yeah, just, it was worse because like, there was the not a The Soviet Union new- fell and then Ukraine was like, all of a sudden we have nukes. Yeah. And then everyone was kind of like, uh, hold, hold on there a minute. Like, <laughs> yep. Except for the doomsday clock. They were like, we're doing there, better. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. You know, no you know, worries. You know those nukes they left lying around all over the place after the collapse of the Soviet Union? Actually. Less likely to be a problem now, mm, despite we don't know who's controlling them. Yeah, the Doomsday Clock is not afraid of that. They really are afraid <laughs> of whatever Putin's doing and disinformation. I disinformation. assume in America. I honestly, I feel like the Doomsday Clock is just another piece of propaganda for uh, NGOs to use to try to influence political t- opinions in in countries that they don't have. Actual, gonna, yeah, they don't they, yeah. that they don't have the ability to actually influence policy other than you know to try and get people to vote a certain way. You're not gonna when say they, you watch by it when they no. first uh, when they first launched it, 1947. It was seven minutes to midnight, hmm. wow. and that was that for a year. And then it went to three minutes. It was at two minutes. Hey, you got your song. As, I don't think it's ever been in the in the seconds till now. Hundred yeah. seconds over there. Wait, so it's never been more than fifteen minutes. So they only had to ever do the quarter. Of the, oh wait, 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 I think I see seventeen minutes there. Yeah, right. That was ninety-one. Okay. Right, that's right, that's right. That's, that's, the, 17. that's the farthest we've been. Yep. Mm-hmm. After the fall of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Soviet Union falls. Nuclear missiles gotta, are in the it. hands of multiple countries. <laughs> Nobody knows where they are. The atomic scientists are like, no worries. It's fine. Absolutely it's fine. You got to admit though, it, it sounds really cool. It does five yeah. minutes. To I'm telling you, this is an action movie. If the cast castle doesn't immediately make this I, a vlog, I, I will I be think it's a movie. livid. It probably is a movie. Ninety seconds to midnight? No, or five minutes. Two to minutes to midnight is. I'm, Look, they're I'm giving us sure a ton of options. Midnight is, is, what I'm is an actual movie, as well. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, but what do you think? What do you guys think about what's going to happen with Ukraine? I mean, it's kind of funny that we're going on to a year into this war, and here's here's the challenge. The big news today was like they found classified documents at Mike Pence's house. And I just was like, uh, I'm just, I don't care. This is the third classified document scandal. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. shouldn't have raided Trump. So they went after Biden. I say, okay, fine. If they're going to raid Trump, they're going to raid Biden. Now Mike Pence has it. I'm like, just, okay, just lock them up. It's All ju- of them. I don't care anymore. This is just a symptom of the fact that that Washington is way too secret heavy. They classify everything they possibly can because they don't want to have to answer for whatever. They don't have, they don't want to have to deal with, with dealing with the, the press or whatever. It, I, the, the majority... 
of classified documents, and this is just a guess, but I, I imagine the majority of classified documents are not actually going to, if, if they were to, to be, if the information were to get out, it's not going to put the U.S. At, at risk. The majority of them. I think they just classify way too I'm much just, stuff. I'm just saying... It's 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 it, the 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 clock people came out today because they knew that there's nothing going on. Yeah, they're like we have our shot in the yeah. media. I think it'd be more fun to guess uh, who we're not going to find classified documents with. You know what I mean? Like I think Michelle Obama's going to be fine. Kamala's going to be good. There's no there's uh, no Michelle Obama's in trouble. They're going to find classified documents with her because they trust her with things. But Kamala Harris, they were like, you, you can't. You, don't <laughs> you stay over there. Yeah. There is no part of me that would be sh- surprised if if President Obama had classified documents at this point yeah. with, with Biden like, and you know Biden stuff since he was in the Senate and well and, and then when they they when Comer today the head of uh, he's the con- uh, congressman from Kentucky okay. who's on the head of the oversights committee and he is requesting all of the documents the visitor logs from the secret service from when from uh, Biden's house in Wilmington from the time that he was uh, vice president to for for Obama to now is the is the house in Wilmington the one that that, that they just found didn't they claim they in? they don't have visitor logs for that okay they yeah. did so the they New York Post claim. New York Post this is in April uh, filed a FOIA request and was like please turn over your uh, visitor logs and they're like no 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 we don't keep any and now they're saying well we don't keep visitor logs but we do keep a list of people in case there's like. A potential reason that we may need to know. They just there. don't want to have to that's answer questions. That's a visitor questions. log, aka like, a visitor log. I don't know yeah. what, what you're talking about here. So it's, it's literally the government just doesn't want to answer questions. The more things that they can that they can classify and just say, oh, it's classified, just so they don't have to, just so that way they don't have to answer. It, it's not about any sensitive information. It's just a matter of if we go ahead and classify it, then we can we can ignore the questions and just move along to, to focus on whatever the policy yeah. that we're trying to. I mean, I'm a lot more on. interested in why now, why all these people at the same time with these classified documents. It, it seems mm-hmm. really fishy to me uh, why this is happening all of a sudden. The, so I'm, the, I'm more interested about like the reasoning for that. The documents being found by President Biden's aides. Just, so just like, in, it, by, by, by everyone all of a sudden at the same time mm-hmm. for like like Trump, Pence, Biden, you know, well, whoever. Well, well, that's why I asked who's going to stay standing. Let me pull up this story from Timcast. Donald Trump, leave him alone. Trump responds <laughs> to classified documents found at Mike Pence's residence. He never did anything knowingly dishonest in his life. Trump took to his social media site Truth Social defending the former vice president. Mike Pence is an innocent man. He never did anything knowingly dishonest in his life. Leave him alone. I think he's being sarcastic. Is that the point? I don't of, know. So, so, so I guarantee those, you Chris Bertman wrote this story. For those just tuning in, uh, did he? Yeah, but. Uh, yes, he did. For those just tuning in, um, they found documents at Mike Pence's house. And it's like, okay, um, why at this point, you know, Nuance Bro is making the point. How come this is happening now with everybody? Trump gets hit. He gets raided. Now the DOJ is searching Biden's house. Now they're searching Pence's house. Is this is like the military finally or the DOJ, the executive branch, some coup d'etat where they're finally like, let's just get rid of anybody who's got any any executive chances. The president, the, the former president, the vice president. Mm-hmm. We just are all gone. They're not going to be able to, to prosecute any of this stuff. What happened to Hillary when we found stuff? Nothing. But we weren't supposed to. Nothing yeah, at all. Interesting, right? Nothing. Ha- and Hillary w- was in no position to declassify anything. She wasn't even in the executive branch. She was a, well. She was a you know member of state. But you know, it's a it's a good question you asked. Why is this all of these? Why is it happening to all these people right now? Like, why do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, did you see the other story about the uh, the, the FBI guy who was leading the investigation was colluding uh, with Russia? Yeah. Like. <laughs> 
he, he leads the Russia investigation against Trump, and then they're like, oh yeah, he was, we're, we're, we're charging him for colluding with Russia. Like, I, there's something going on. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the deep state trying to get rid of Biden, but in like a weird way where they're like, oh, but know. like there's other people we're, we're trying they're to, all we're, we're fair, maybe trying to reestablish their, uh, you, you know, their, their, uh, their, their reputation with the American public. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, I mean, I suppose that makes sense if the if the if the Department of Justice was going to go ahead and say, all right, let, let's start trying to fix our image because we've allowed it to be tarnished so bad and, and the American people don't trust the deal. No, I don't think they would be doing it like legitimately like this would be like the, the veil under which they say like, oh, see, we're, we're hitting everybody, but they have a bigger agenda potentially at play where maybe they're, they're not so happy with Biden and they want to get rid of him. I, I, I have no idea. But I mean, who do fun. they want? Like in that case, if they don't want Biden anymore, who do they want? Some, someone who can win, someone who doesn't Kevin go against McCarthy. their Newsom. wishes and pulling out of Afghanistan, maybe Newsom. I, Newsom. I don't know. Newsom, I think Newsom's the guy. Is my, I think Newsom's the guy that the Democrats are going to be. Look, look, look. If you were a deep state cabal conspiracy villain and you wanted someone to fit the mold of, you know, like <laughs> puppet Machiavellian, you know, Manchurian candidate, like Newsom's your guy. I mean, look at him. He looks like he's probably a lizard person, you know? He's American psycho. He is American psycho. Exactly. So you're sitting there and you're like, look, I'm evil and trying to rule the world. This guy looks like he fits the mold. He's like a young Bond villain. Like Klaus Schwab is the old Bond villain, but like he's like the number two. You know, he could be he could be the Bond villain. He could do it. There's a comic book character that he reminds me of. I don't. I don't remember the comic book character's name. It was a tertiary character, but it was the just the the, the way that the hair was that it kind of flew back like pointy, and he would shoot yeah. uh, ice from his hands, kind of like ice. <laughs> I don't remember who the guy was, but that'd be cool if if, if Newsom could shoot ice from his hands. I, I might vote for him. I mean, he could he could fix the uh, the drought they're having in in California yeah, yeah, yeah. and, could, and so. global warming. Oh, true. Yeah. I actually I, I, met him when I was a kid. I was uh, I was at the mall in San Francisco, and he's just like sitting there on his phone, and I'm like a little kid. I'm like, Mayor Newsom, and he's like, Yeah. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, He shoots you with ice. He's yeah. like, He's like, Can I help you? And then he's like, Okay. And he goes back on his phone. I went and watched the what? movies for like four hours, and I come back, and he's still walking around. How old the mall were you? On, I don't remember. It was, it was a while back, but uh, he was not very nice. But I met uh, the other mayor of San Francisco, Willie Brown. That guy was super nice. Uh, that was the guy who like hooked up with Kamala Harris, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he was he was getting it. He was he was probably you know, in good mood. Seemed you know? like a happy guy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was probably around that time actually. Good for, when maybe you met him. good maybe. for the vice president. How do you feel about London Breed? How's she doing? Um, I feel like every day someone is. I mean, listen, her. it's San Francisco. You have to, you know, <laughs> you go with what you get. I mean, she's better than Chesa Boudin, who was the AG who got recalled. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't know. She's still not great. She's still like she just goes with whatever the political winds are in San Francisco. You know, she was for defunding the police. Then when she was like, "Oh, that's unpopular," even with San Francisco. Okay, no, I never, I never did that. That's not. I didn't support that at all. So, is it unpopular in San Francisco? It is. Yeah, really. Like that's why they recalled uh, Chesa Boudin. Yeah, was Chesa Boudin with the one with uh, weather underground ties? Like yeah, that was yeah, the his one dad. where his biological parents were put in prison for like a Brinks bank robbery. Back in the day, and then his biological, I mean, then his uh, his uh, godparents, uh, who I guess you know, raised him, that raised him were uh, Bernadine Dorn and uh, Bill Ayers, who are the founders of like yeah, the yeah. underground. But there's so. nothing to see here. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. He's totally just like one of those normal Antifa communist types. Uh, yeah. But he's your <laughs> local. Infuriating. Yeah. 
So yeah. are we are we ninety seconds to midnight because the country is going to implode on itself? No. Like the the well well, well hold on you know don't 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 jump the gun too soon. Here's what I'm saying. You you asked why it was that all of a sudden we're, we're seeing documents about Mike Pence. Could it be that the political divide is inside our uh, executive branch? Mm. So this is what I said in 2018. I was saying that I think we're, headed, we're on the track towards a civil war. And it wasn't because one day I just decided it was because I was reading The Atlantic or something. And they were like, all these security experts around the world fear the civil war is possible in the United States. The aggregate estimate is like 35% chance over the next 10 years. And I was like, wow. And then I looked at the points they were saying and I said, with the escalation of the, of the political conflict in the streets, with the bifurcation of worldview, and I'm like, yeah, it seems like sooner or later this happens. And I had a bunch of conservatives be like, no, it can never happen. The security state would never allow it. And then I'm like, my guy, what happens when the security state is, is impacted by the very same cultural divide and the same worldview divide? What happens when you have the D.C. Bureau of the FBI, very pro-Democrat, raid Donald Trump, and then you get a Florida bureau who is pissed off. And so they say, you, this, is, this is BS. So then they say, you know what? We're going to file and we're going to raid Biden's house or somebody in Delaware does. Mm-hmm. And then, then you get the B- D.C. Bureau again being like, they're going to come after Biden. We're going after Pence. And it's what's happening is inside the DOJ, they're going tit for tat back and forth with their political enemies. Yeah. I mean, this is an exciting, interesting idea that I would kind of hope is actually going on. Matt Taibbi wrote a few years ago that we were close to this, this thing he called the arrest that man, I think he called it the arrest that man phase, or I, I don't wanna misquote Matt, but he was basically saying that he's seen it in other countries where you get to the point where two black vehicles with government officials, they, 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 they speed off full speed, driving and weaving through the streets, they both pull up to the chief of police, they both jump out of the car and yell, officer, arrest that man at each other. And that's what it feels like we're getting to with this. Yeah. Why would the DOJ go after the former president, the former vice president, and the sitting president. And Hunter Biden's being investigated too. And everybody's saying, what could this be? Is the deep state trying to get rid of Joe Biden? Yo, what if, I'll tell you this, I've talked to people who work in intelligence and, and I've had them say, you gotta understand, it's the same everywhere, as, it, as, as it's the same in here as it is everywhere else. I've had, uh, there's a guy I met, I won't say too much, but a couple guys of different intelligence agencies. And, and you know, I get emails from people and they say, hey, Tim, I work here. Let me tell you what's going on. I've met people in person. They say, hey, look, here's where I work. Here's what's happening. And I'm like, why are we seeing this, this, this heavy bias from the DOJ, from the FBI? Like, why are they arresting pro-life activists but ignoring the protesters in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house? Mm-hmm. What I'm told, paraphrasing, the gist of it, is it's the exact same. The based uh, agents are scared to speak up and actually move on the far left because they'll get fired, they'll get canceled, and there's, there's higher up elements that they believe are woke will come after them. So they're like, the divide is the same everywhere. It's the same in here. So there are a bunch of cops who are a bunch of FBI agents, intelligence guys who are you know pro-Trump or MAGA or conservative or libertarian, but they won't speak up. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission 
engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. What if now we're actually seeing a seat of power where the, the, the D.C. Bureau, I think it's the D.C. Bureau of the, D, of, of the FBI is the ones that have been really heavy handed, went after Donald Trump, went after Mar-a-Lago. What if now we're finally seeing some FBI agents be brave and say, we're going to go after Biden. So uh, we're going to actually do our jobs. So are you saying it's time, like it's likely that Mayor Gurland will get removed? I mean, what is the shift here? Because Mayor, Car- Mayor Gurland theoretically is at the center of this idea. I'm saying... My understanding is that these these branches all operate relatively independently. Like they have a there is a centralization, there is some authority, but it's not like some dude in Omaha is calling up DC to let them know that they're going to go arrest a guy who is no no like they handle it on their own. They go to their their district court, they go to the state they have dist- autonomy, the, yeah. the U.S. courts and things like that. To to a certain degree, they have autonomy. They're expected to to operate. My understanding is that you know there there are people who uh, are in these agencies or in the FBI or in the DOJ who do think Biden's corrupt who do think that Hunter Biden is corrupt, that they're doing these illicit deals, but no one has the balls to do anything. I don't know, maybe Project Veritas got to him. Maybe Mike, James O'Keefe constantly saying, be brave. Maybe the FBI whistleblowers who came to James O'Keefe finally started inspiring some people at the mid-level who are like, we're gonna go take a look at the president's house. Now, that being said, it was, it was Biden's aides and lawyers who discovered and then released the documents. But it very well may be the reason they're pursuing the search is because there are people who are finally like, I'm done with this. I'm going to start going into it. And then why does Pence get hit? I wouldn't be surprised if it's because the corruption is, it's, they're now saying, okay, we're going after you. We're, we're going to one up and go after your guys. Sure. And I also wondered with uh, Biden's release, like if his aides are finding them, are they just trying to get out ahead of it? Like it looks chaotic to us, but like, was there another threat in play where they're like, well, we have to be the ones to say that we found documents. It has I to just come want, from our house. I just want to say that's the most white pilling story that I've heard in ages. I love the idea of the government going after the government. Um, yeah, it just know, makes man. me happy. I don't I, maybe, but I don't I don't see it as a white pill moment. Now, I want to clarify. It was Biden's team who notified the DOJ of the documents. It was Pence's team who notified the, DO, the FBI of the documents. So maybe it's just these guys are. I don't know. So do we wait for Obama to also be like, ah, as it turns out, I, too, have some documents like and then Bill Clinton stands up. I also have documents. <laughs> and then George Bush, says, I do, too. And then they all like stand together like, you know, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> Can't take us all. That's what they're saying. <laughs> They, they should take them all to jail. They're, they're surrounding Trump, even Biden is. <laughs> I am Spartacus. Trump's like, he's got a tear in his eye. He's like, thank you guys. And they're like, you come for one of us, you come for us all. They would never defend no, Look, I don't know. I just think it's possible that we do get to the point, and this, to me, it doesn't sound like a white pill. I don't, I don't think it's a black pill either. But we have to come to a certain point where either, like I mentioned, the, the FBI is arresting pro-life activists in their homes, yeah. ignoring protesters in front of judges' homes, which is also illegal, in the same capacity of illegal. Protesting here's illegal, protesting here's illegal. They're only going one direction. Certainly, at some point, there's going to be a guy in the FBI who's like, I am done. I'm filing the paperwork. You're under arrest. Yeah, I mean, it could also be 
uh, positioning for future administrations. I mean, if you're in a political position in the FBI currently under a Democratic administration, um, you know, when a new administration comes in and they want to clean house potentially in the executive branch and they, you know, replace AG and everything, uh, or, or they replace, you know, the head of DOJ, like, you know, they, 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 you could be the person being like, hey, I'm the one who went after Biden and his documents, even under a Democratic administration. Like, I'm the legit principled guy. You can still keep me around. I don't know. It, there could be something They're like that. They're jumping off on. this sinking ship kind of thing. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, man. Look, 10 years ago, we had Gamergate. You had a bunch of like left liberal uh, internet personalities. And they were called far right and all that stuff. And then you, you get the, 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 the ignition of the culture war. The culture war had been happening to a certain degree loosely. And then finally, it like kicks off with, with Gamergate. And now, 10 years ago, there were teenagers. They were 16 years old when this stuff was happening. And they were online and thought it was funny. And they were on one side or the other. These people are now 26 years old. They are now the interns working at some of these big corporations or intelligence agencies or government or congressional offices. Or at SCOTUS. Or at SCOTUS, leaking documents. Mm -hmm. 10 years from now, they will be in their mid-30s and they will be the mid to higher level managers. And in, their, in your mid-30s, we're talking CEOs. We're talking members of Congress. We're talking people in state government. And they are going to be in the culture war. So that bifurcation that happened and that split as people get older the split is going to be hitting every level of our of our culture, government, production, infrastructure. And when we get to the point where the boomers have, let's just call it aged out, no longer voting, no longer having an impact on our society, and it's Gen Xers holding desperately on to keep things together. Sorry, you got millennials, you got Gen Z, and then you're going to have the young Gen Alpha coming in to vote. And they are all going to be in, in Universe 1 and Universe A. Mm -hmm. I watched a video where a drag queen performed for teenagers at a high school and everyone's clapping like this and they're wiggling little sticks in the air and I'm like, that's a completely different universe. Mm -hmm. Like the True. people who watch this show, the people who like the people who watch Crowder, the people who watch Daily Wire, you know, to ignite that controversy, but the people who watch this space would not be clapping and cheering watching drag queens no. in lewd outfits perform for children but to them they like it it's normal i'm like two completely different worlds well yeah. literally there was that video of like a little toddler like shooting his pistol or whatever and people were like oh you're not okay with like kids doing drag shows but you are okay with this you're pushing a that agenda was, that was one of the most insane discourses on twitter that i've seen in a long it's time like two two countries <laughs> exist already it's just not obvious that they have completely separated yeah. Look, that example they were calling it grooming it's like he's teaching his son like basic gun safe <laughs> and it's, you, it's so crazy and when you call it when you try to call that kind of stuff grooming it you obfuscate the fact that there is actual grooming yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you yeah, obfuscate yeah. child rape but but like there's no two ways about that like it's not you can't say oh well it's grooming this kid because he's showing him how to properly handle a gun blah blah and then be like that's not distracting from the fact that there is actual child rape going but, on. But like, this is the thing. They don't care. They don't. They yeah. don't. They have no moral There's a base meme. for any of their perspective. They don't. There's a meme, and it's Kyle Rittenhouse and Greta Thunberg, and it says, their youth are not like our youth. Mm -hmm. And you know the funny thing about that meme is? The left and the right both share it in the exact same way, unironically. <laughs> it's yep. the only uniting thing. Yeah. The other one is uh, that there was some 15-year-old uh, who, like, 
protested a uh, LGBT rally or something, like holding a crucifix. Yeah. And the police carried him off like he's hands feet and they put it next to the one of Greta. <laughs> and they're like, we just we just want to see what's happening here. Yeah. Insane. The, just, yeah. I mean, just the just the way that, you know, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse about Rittenhouse, but just the way that Rittenhouse was classified is completely insane. People still talk about Rittenhouse as if he was, you know, he's he's guilty of, of aggressive murder. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, did you see that story? This is to your earlier point about uh, that gay couple that like they, oh, they adopted. Yeah. They, like, mm-hmm. So like, you know, People were talking about that story, and then the reactions I saw from certain people who, you know, supposedly on the right, like this is two part people in particular, but like their first Names. reaction, Names. no, no, their first reaction was to post like, oh, look, but here's a photo of a little girl at a Hooters. Like, if you're not as like, how come the people who oppose this never talk about this? It's like if that's your first reaction is to pull of a whataboutism when a story about a gay couple True. raping their adoptive kid is, and, and like, again, and that's very sus. Them. It's rape. And yeah. it, like it's it's like oh we're going to get food at Hooters and we're going to compare it with rape. Well, also, what like, are you talking let's, about? Let's, That's let's, not. Let's, it's insane. I want to I, I want to mention the Hooters thing too because it's like we talk about grooming with these people dancing in lewd outfits for children and it's like look man I I don't think you should bring your kids to Hooters because yeah. it's it's like it's kind of lowbrow. Yeah. But there's a big difference between the women there are wearing shirts and shorts. Okay. That, that like you can see their cleavage, but women wear those things in public all the time. They yeah. walk around doing that. That mm-hmm. is a social norm that you might be like, well, you know, I don't like my kids around that stuff, but people do it everywhere. I would recommend not bringing your kid to Hooters, but um, the fact that women have a body shape and wear, you know, I, w- I don't even want to call them skimpy outfits necessarily. It's not they're wearing bikinis or anything. They're just wearing shorts and form fitting, right? Not appropriate for kids, in my opinion. At the same time, very different from a strip show. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very different from having a, a drag queen strip in front of children or There's, having children strip for them at a gay bar, which they've been doing. Or they're, what was they're the literally one sex the, like, clowns. Like drag queens are sex clowns. That's what they are. They're they're sexualized clowns. Yeah. Like they're they're the whole well, it's burlesque. The, it's, like, it's, yeah, okay, it's like L- it's a it's good like, crossover between it's the like two. it's like LGBT burlesque. Yeah. And you know, Jen Kuger put out this tweet and he was like, if I had the money, I'd put on the biggest drag show. And my first thought was like <laughs> You do have the money saying yeah, he, do he, it. He does, it's not uh, that expensive. I mean you yeah. can do it for a couple grand. My attitude is like, dude, I'll put on a big drag show. This would be awesome. We'll go to local theater, we'll do a big drag show, we'll get some of the best drag queens, we'll invite, you know, everybody will do free food, free drinks, of course with the drinks, twenty one up only. Dress in drag for that. Twenty one, twenty one up only. Uh, we have booze because it's for adults and uh, I, I have no issue with adults wanting to do entertainment yeah. silly funny things like this or whatever totally. they want to do it's the weird thing that they're going after kids yeah. but anyway my, my, my ultimately to bring it back to the we're talking about the classified documents the point is two clearly different realities and if you've got people right now that you were you were we're at the point where we are actually watching these people have children strip on stage at gay bars this was there was a, a young boy I'm not going to say his name because his family's litigious He's ripping his clothes off and dancing around, and they're giving him money. I'm like, that's what stripping is. Okay, yeah. you can call it go-go dancing, you can call it stripping, you can call it bikini bars, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing. Not, not all strip clubs are fully nude. In a lot of states, it's illegal to be fully nude, so they have to wear bras and panties. Having a little kid prance around in his underwear for money, what do you think you're doing? There are people defending that, and they say, what's wrong with it? I know a guy who's a leftist. I talk to him all the time, and he said, what's wrong with uh, sex education? And I said, like, bro. In, we were talking about Chicago and the Project Veritas expose. I said, giving kids sex toys and lube is not sex ed. That's kink education. 
Sex education is like, here's the reproductive parts of the body. Here's what they do. Here's why they do it. Here's what you need to know about safety. Going to a kid and being like, here's a variety of toys, whips, you know, cat o' nine tails or whatever. It's you, like, can look at not- sec- you can look at sex edu- education like a Chilton's book for like a, a car, right? Sexual education is how it works. These are the body parts, et cetera, et cetera. Once you start describing sexual acts that sound like you're selling a car, that's different. You know, it's uh-huh. like if you're trying to to explain how to use use lube and stuff like that, that's that's trying to create an allure and and instruct kids about pleasure and all the adult themes that go along with sex. If you're talking about sexual education, it's like, you know, you can talk about the body parts and talk about the functions and stuff like that. But to talk about you know, lube and stuff like that. That's 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 kink. enticing. Yeah, it's it's enticing. It's kink. young adults who are just learning about sexuality. I'm going to make one more point on this before we go on to the next story because I've made so many points about this. But uh, you know, nuance, bro. Have you read this book? I, I'm familiar with the gender queer book. And did you what's read in it? it? I did not read it, but I am familiar with what's in it. Yeah. Um, I got close to the end. I've read the whole thing so far, but I will just point out a few very important things that people don't understand about this book. The first thing everybody knows about this book is that um, it was shown to children, and it has inappropriate images of sexual activity among adults. Uh, The characters in it are in their 20s, I think, at the time when they're engaging in these activities. They're showing these explicit activities to children, and the author said in an interview it should have been more explicit. The first thing people don't know about it, which many of you may know because you've heard me say it ad nauseum, but I'll say it for those that aren't familiar, is that the intro to the story is this, this woman talking about her severe psychological trauma and abuse but it's clear she doesn't understand she was abused by her parents. Made to pee in the yard when she was three years old. Uh, she couldn't read till she was 12. She would wear uh, dried old crusted pads with blood flaking off of it when she went to school. And she smelled so bad, she got called into the counselor and told, you need to learn basic hygiene. And my question is, where are her parents? Her parents were abusing her. Mm-hmm. What you discover in the end of the book, she explains that what she's doing is actually her sexual fetish. She is aroused by being perceived as a man. She says it in the book. And then it's like, interesting. So it would seem that the entire thing they're teaching children is they want you to engage in the sexual fantasies of other adults mm-hmm. in day-to-day life. Isn't, which, isn't that called autogynephilia when you're turned on by, or is it that only when it's Autoandrophilia. Autoandrophilia. Is what she calls okay, it. All right, all right. So she's aroused the thought of herself being a man. Yep. And when, so, so you have to imagine when this person is going around and saying, call me this, call me this, it's like, are you asking us to engage in your sexual fantasy to arouse you? Well, and it's the same thing to Phil's point with they're giving specific descriptions of like sexual acts as opposed to like, here is how biology works. They are making it so that we are dominated by uh, uh, being compelled to pursue sexual desire at all times. And it begins at extremely young age and it's all that they're anyone's- kids. It's grooming. It's and I think what's sad about this is like to the story about the the couple with the boys and this book like- they are abuse and the fact that we are not willing to be united on the front on the front of like abusing children in any capacity is bad is such a red flag for our society it's so bizarre to me that regardless of your political belief you can't be like yes i am 100 percent against child abuse that's disturbing so so where i'll bring these things all together and then we'll jump to a we'll do a hard segue is just when we're entering this period where you are going to have elements of our own law enforcement existing in either world one or world a you know because we don't want to put anybody second you're a world one or world a futurama joke then people are going to say outright you're gonna have a cop saying like that's an evil person there's gonna be a cop on the other side saying no you're the evil person because they both see two completely different things 
that's where we're going. When we get to the point where right now it's millennials, Gen Xers are close, closer together. Uh, baby boomers are very close together in their worldviews. You can even look at the political polling from Pew going back years and, and where the overlap is between Democrat and Republican. And then as you get into millennial, it starts bifurcating. And then Gen Z completely bifurcated. What happens when Gen Z is in their 50s and every generation below them is universe one, universe A? Well, people are going to be fighting each other physically. There's going to be no agreement. There's going to be no overlap. It's going to be quite literally, you are evil, period. And that's how you get into chaos. But let's, uh, we'll jump into this next story. So we have this from TMZ. Everybody's dying to talk about the DeMar Hamlin conspiracy. <laughs> I woke up hearing all this crazy news about, you know, whatever. And then I saw this DeMar Hamlin conspiracy theory. And I said, this is the most interesting thing I've read all day. Or it was in the morning. So I was like, the most interesting thing I've read the past day. So DeMar Hamlin has a heart attack. Okay, no, I'm sorry. He didn't have a he had cardiac arrest. Cardiac, he didn't have a myocardial infarction. On the field, he tackles a guy, takes a hit. They say, what is it, commotio cardis? Is that what they call commotio it? Commotio cardis. Commotio yeah. cardis. And uh, now they're just saying cardiac arrest. They're not saying commotio cardis for whatever reason. He goes to the hospital. They say, you know, he's going to make it. He's fine. They post a picture of him doing a little heart. They say, there he is in the hospital. Apparently, he returned. Allegedly, he returned. But the problem is, when he returned... He was wearing a mask, glasses, and his hood is over his eyes. And there he is in the window. You can't see anything. He's holding a heart. And they were like, look, he came back. He pulls up in a car wearing sunglasses, indoors, a mask, and a hood over his eyes. He keeps his head down, walks into the room, people surrounding him. You can't see his face. They have him in like the shielded golf cart when he's like supposed shielded to golf cart. Pope-mobile. Pope-mobile. Yeah. They bring him into a room where they film him from behind, wearing a hood, waving his arms and cheering, and then the reporter's like, there it is, there he is. And I'm like, bro, I don't know who that is. Well, and they show close-ups. Probably close up, Bill Clinton. They show close-ups of his mom and his brother who are walking on the field, but we never see him, right? Like, it's so sketchy. Here's the best part about it. TMZ says, it's not true. We called them and asked them, and they said it was him. That proves it. Oh, I love right. that logic. It's like, okay. They wouldn't lie to us. Well, so. hold on. I didn't see his face. You can't see his face. Right? Yeah. I think that's... Like, that's their best picture to prove that he was there. I think that was uh, Dave Chappelle. So, so what do you think's going on there? Like, if you I had to know. bet everything, would you say that was him or wasn't him, if you had to bet everything? Not him. Interesting. Yeah. I think I think maybe, like, you know, after he experiences that hit, he goes to the hospital, like, maybe he doesn't look so good. Maybe he doesn't want people to see, like, him in a disheveled state. I, I have no idea, but... It could, he could be, like, pale, sweaty, gaunt, and looking miserable. And so that's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any incentive for his family to, to lie about his attendance there. Like, for, for, for what? He's not playing games anymore. He's not in the eye of the public. His Q rating, whatever you want to call it, not that it was like particularly high to begin with, but it exists, right? So this is basically like, what's your level of popularity among the public? He's out. He's injured. He's done. This could, this could end your career. I know skateboarders who are on the verge of turning pro and they sprain their ankle and knock him out for three months and they get dropped by every company. So here's a guy who is knocked out of the press. No one's talking about him. They're like, we need to get him back out there. And I can certainly imagine an agent coming in and being like, look, man, I know you're hurt, but we got to get you back out there and get some cameras and get some press attention so that you don't lose the news cycle. I said, well, what can we do? We can't leave the hospital. I said, let's just get a guy, put a mask on, sunglasses. We'll do a quick appearance. We'll say it's you. No one will know. It'll, you never prove it. That, that, that to me makes a lot of sense. What people think is that DeMar died 
and the vaccine <laughs> did it. They think he's dead. They think the vaccine did it. And they think they run a body double, which makes no sense. I don't want yeah. that if, to be true, but if, man. <laughs> <laughs> if he died from a heart attack, they would just say, guys, he died from a heart attack. Right. We all know he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think he's probably not in good shape. And I think he's, that. I don't think that was him. It's, too weird. Why wouldn't you just show his face at any point? Even his eyes. Because he might look like shit. I don't know. But he's, got, <laughs> he's got a hood on and a mask. You can't show his eyes at all. Like they did not show this person. Like a niqab, face. like Islam stuff. <laughs> sure, it's better than nothing, right? I but, can't. He like shows this. up in a niqab. What, what gets me is like they brought his mom and younger brother, who's like a little kid, out. Like it is weird. Like Yo, why wouldn't they be with a, him? I don't have an opinion on whether it is or is not him, but it is super weird. To be like, we can't come up with. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. any clear pictures that actually identify this as the guy we're saying like just take our word for it that's super weird like they could have just just as easily like taken a picture of him in the booth or like in the whatever that's called the box i'm super into sports as you can tell uh <laughs> in the box and been like oh yeah look he's here with the head coach or the guy who owns you, this whatever you'd and look, been like but it's again fine. if he looks like crap he doesn't want that so, image out but there still maybe. i don't then know why then why show up I, why would they yeah. film in the booth from behind of him waving his arms in the air instead of just doing nothing? And but if, but, but, but and if, if it's what you're saying, like I do think that's a much higher risk strategy because if they find out it's some body double or whatever, <laughs> like that would just be oh, a disaster. No, 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 no. That would be huge. That would be amazing. This conspiracy theory right now is press. So at the very oh, for least, sure, yeah. the, at, at the very least, he might have been thinking like, yeah, I'm going to come back and check out the game and hang out in the box. And they were like, you should, you should, you should you do wear a mask and sunglasses, get everybody going crazy, think it's a conspiracy. That is also a possibility. Yeah. It I mean, that seems press. more plausible, I would say, like that one than like the body double thing. For, it's, it, but it's like, yeah. look at this picture of him. His hood is over his eyes. He's not even looking at the at the field. Why is he throwing the rock up? Like, is he a JC fan? He's doing a heart. But hold on. No, that's the Mason. Uh, why is, why is he? That's a terrible people, heart. people posted the picture where it's yeah. the Illuminati. But hold on. <laughs> why? You see his hood is over his eyes. It's He's not weird. looking at anything. What is going on? He's not even looking at the field. He's like, like someone told him, hey, stand by the window and do a sign. They're going to take a picture. It's like, okay, I can't see, so I'll do it right here. Is this good? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. What's he? No, it's he, just an angle thing. He's like looking down like this. It's, it's over. <laughs> oh, come it's on, dude. His eyes are completely covered with the hood. You can see it's nah, like, it's not him. There's no way that this is happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it's I mean, him. Why, why would, I'm going to say it's him. Taking that's, the safe route. Fair. Yeah. I just don't understand why they can't, okay, why on. they if wouldn't come up with a decent wait, 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 picture. Okay, and also, if you, we're, 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 we're at a casino. And you walk up to the Demar Hamlin is it him table, and there's it is and it isn't. You're putting your chips on the it's him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because that's I, why I, I asked you the question. But here's yeah. you, you know you know why I, I wouldn't because there's no proof to suggest it is. There's no evidence. His, his family saying it is. Um, his family never oh, said it was. Sorry, they just walked uh, on the field. I'm a journalist. He said, he said they contacted the. Family. I I made they a phone contacted... call. Uh, it's Bill Clinton. <laughs> 
<laughs> his family said it. You heard his family actually come out and say it happened. Because all I know is that TMZ said we made a phone call and they confirmed it was and him. And who's and that? I'm like, I, no, I shouldn't say that, but like. Wrong place. I assumed from that press release that they, they contacted know? the Bills or whatever team he plays for. You know, then they were like, yes, indeed, we brought him back. Like, they didn't say we talked to his mom. They didn't say we talked to his uncle. Like, they, they didn't say anything. They just said, yes, someone has confirmed it was him. Mm-hmm. Like, True. This is so weirdly non-specific. If it was specific, and to your point, like if he felt awful, if he didn't look good, like why not just be like, yeah, he's not back yet, but he's watching the game from home. He's having a good time. Like, yeah, why, why, why bring him out there if he is in a position where he looks so terrible, he doesn't want to mm-hmm. be seen. Like, you must mean that he also feels awful, and we're gonna drag him to a football stadium. Like, that yeah. seems cruel or desperate. Or maybe he wanted to be there. I don't know. Maybe Here, look, 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 look. Watch, so watch much this video. That he watch. Want anyone to know. Watch this video. Look, look, Looks look. like Jamar Hamlin is. This guy has sunglasses on. All right, look, look, look. Watch. Yes, if they show him in the stadium in any capacity, it will blow the doors off of this place. Jamar Hamlin just showed up. And it looks like his mom and his little brother is there. Oh, oh we great. love to see it. Stay tuned. It's the Bengals. So Bills. we saw no one. We saw nothing. Coming up on CBS. Also, he says it. If they show him in any capacity. Yes. That was like foreshadowing. No okay. way. Boxer coming Dude, out for a come fight? On. What's happening? He's wearing sunglasses. His head is down. He's got a hood and a mask on. I just, why, why? And then he just goes, no stopping, no looking, no waving, nothing. Just zip, zip, zip. There's more. There's more. I got it. Like, wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's more. There's more. This week, Sean McDermott telling us it was so good to have him around. He told us it's baby steps right now. Plus it's, it's all snowing. completely Such a good up shot. to Hamlin. How involved he wants to be every day. A spokesperson close to the family said despite being out of the hospital, he still has a lengthy recovery. He requires oxygen and he has his heart rate monitored regularly, but he is upbeat. He's positive. Yeah, if he requires he, oxygen, there's he, nothing in the room. Do you, look, look. do you see oxygen there? I don't. Right here. What a scene. Oh. <laughs> I mean, why are they filming this? <laughs> why did they film him from behind in the room waving his arms like this? You can't see his face. It's, look at this. Come on. This is, this is an SNL skit. What Where the is? Wait also, a minute. Requires- it's hilarious. Also- Come on. I'll be, I haven't seen any of this, by the way. I'm just going based off what you guys <laughs> look, are telling like, me. My odds have suddenly shifted. <laughs> I mean, when he's doing the arm thing now, I'm like, wait, if he was in truly bad shape, would he be able to do that? <laughs> wouldn't he be winded? Like, yeah, from- right? like also- why don't you pull your hood back? Well, they also just said he requires oxygen. I don't see oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Like, somebody yeah. explain to me maybe what's going on. Maybe it's like through the clothing. <laughs> he has a backpack we can't see that's maybe, carrying I the don't tank. Know. Look at his hood over his eyes. <laughs> He's not looking at anything. I no. love this story. He might as well be wearing a uh, Balenciaga. Yeah, this is very mask. bizarre. It's anything. just weird. Here you can it's see it's actually Kanye back. West. But like, <laughs> it's Kanye West. Why film this video this way? Like, they film it from the side, from behind. Also, that little kid is not his brother. Unless he's a kid I don't know about, which is totally possible. Like, he's in there alone without the people we brought out as his mom and brother. Yeah. Somebody explain to me what's going on. I don't know what the point is. That's the one they sacrificed an effigy to Moloch or something. (laughs) So this tweet, this guy said, my thought is that he's no longer with us. I don't know about that because that didn't make sense either. It would make no sense to have him come out if he wasn't around. Like, if he died in the hospital, they'd just be like, he died. Yeah. Yeah. It actually would make more sense. They would say it was Comotio Cardis. He took a hit to the heart. We tried to save him. We couldn't. And if, then, having him come out and say he's on oxygen and all this stuff is actually like more suspect. Yeah. So I don't think he's dead. 
Yeah. I don't I'm think that. Like, I think he's really sick, and that's sad. And we shouldn't like use a fake person as a puppet to advance the narrative of what the Bengals like. I don't have any proof that that's not him. There's no part of me that would be in any way surprised if I found out that that was definitely Ugh. not him. Like, yeah. there, there, there is no... This guy is so sick, he requires oxygen. His mom isn't even sitting with him in this shot. <laughs> they, like, are you... Wh- yeah. What? They put no effort into actually making Yo. him seem like also, he's... Or in a simulation, man. Everything's fake. He's also wearing <laughs> bright red. He is the only person... They're like, please notice exactly who's walking through the crowd right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's Think about staged. this. Think about this. Wouldn't wear your bulls. The journalists have provided no evidence bills colors. that he was actually there other than that's what they claim. And I'm like, okay, well, for me, that's fine. You can claim whatever you want, but I don't believe it. Uh, right? Like, you know, I need I need something more than just be like, he was there. Trust me. See, here's a picture of a guy in a jacket. I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. That could be Bill Clinton for all I know. Probably not Bill Clinton because he won't be waving, waving his arms around like that. He's an old man. Huh. But that could be anybody. So if they came and said, no, we got a photo, even if they did that, even if they're like, here's a photo of him smiling with fans, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, you know, they didn't film it, but. I'll take I'll take him at That's their word. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was in the box with the owner of the team, right? Oh, and the wife and the kids were someone super chatted. The wife and the kid weren't even with him. When the when the when the when the brother or the mom walked in, I'm sorry, not the wife and the kid, the brother and the mom, they're not with him. They're walking that, in different That's what way. I just said. Like Oh yeah. Also, your son is so sick he requires oxygen. We're bringing him to a game and like I don't know who that little kid is, but it's definitely not his brother. Like Here, here's, here's make the thing any consider. sense. Consider this for the media. The media can come out and say, and they will. Damar Hamlin showed up. He was there. Regular people will hear that and be like, oh, did you hear he's out of the hospital? He's there. And then you'll be like, bro, did you watch the video? No. Yeah, that was, that didn't look like him. I don't know. The media said that it was him. So it was. Does that, it a twin we don't know about, maybe? That that point is... If is, it was a twin, they would not have covered his face. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe he doesn't look enough like him. He's like a scar from like a They're fraternal fight. twins. Like, they're both boys, <laughs> but they don't look like at all. They're, they're not the same size. Really. It's a guy whose name is Damar Hamlin, but it's a totally different guy. <laughs> different <dude. laughs> it's te- so it's like, technically... technically yeah. <laughs> well, we we were not lying to you. That yeah. is Damar Hamlin. <laughs> Just not the football player. He's a, he's a dentist from Dubuque. Did you see that? There's another super chat in there that said that he posted... Tim, look at his Twitter. He posted... Clone? Did you see that? He did posted clone. He posted the word clone. Apparently, I can't fact check it, so someone should look it up real quickly. But what? if if he posted that, that makes it even weirder. I really hope. Uh, I really hope that's true. Yeah, that'd be wild. Your be. voice sounds like a car idling to me. Sometimes it's so low. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, Yo, hey, what? come on, what? man. What? What? Wait. What, what is uh, this? Is that supposed to be? Is that that's him? him. So there's a painting of him. Some dude whose face you can't see, and it says clone. Yeah, what's with this? Oh, this, uh, there's so much obfuscation of his face. Like, yeah, why? so he's probably making fun of the idea, being like, people think it's like a clone of me or something. But he's or still, he's admitting he's still, that it was not him. No, I think he's making fun of the idea. Like, this is a picture, I guess. That I guess, but why can't Where is his oxygen? Yeah. <laughs> why why continue to obfuscate your face like that, though, too? Like, I mean, he's generating press for himself. I mean, why, why, did, why, did, why did you yeah. do that, you know? Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> yeah, good so. point. Yeah. He's gener- he's generating press for himself. The fact that we're talking about it, yeah. on like a mostly o- overtly yeah, political, yeah. political show. You know? I mean, it's a fun thought process. I I think this is weird, but uh, all right. So I don't know what he looks like, but it, the picture. Is, if you zoom in, you could and you knew what he looked like, you would be able to identify him. Right? I don't know what he looks like, but if you zoom in on that and you knew, like, you were familiar with what he looked like, you could be like, yes, that is him. No, that's not. Like, if that was someone that I knew, like, if that was, like, James Hetfield's face or, like, you know, whatever, Michael Jordan's face or whatever, I could probably be like, all right, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the shape of the eyes and the nose. You could, if you, know. you are alive and well, why is this Enhance. the photo you post at your job? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know that I can answer questions like that. I'm just saying that 
even though that isn't the most. I'm willing to be wrong on this front. I just don't think I am. You know, <laughs> fair, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I mean, it kind of feels like this painting or whatever on the brick is like in memoriam. You know what I mean? Mm, like when this. they do those paintings and they put it up. We can't like, even see his tattoos. That's the other thing. Where are these yeah. identifying markers? I mean, it's winter. Uh, sure, know, it was but, snowing. But still, it was it was pr- actually pretty intense in Buffalo. But I just don't understand yeah. sunglasses in a snowstorm indoors. Yeah, I know. That's it's just like I don't know. Man. Unless his eyes mid, are really day. bloodshot. To your point, like maybe While it's, it's snowing. really rough. But then, what if, why are you? Why is your family making you come to this press appearance? Look, man, and not with you. I don't know. We'll 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 <laughs> we'll we'll talk about a bit more in the super chat. I guess we'll figure it out and we'll talk about more. But we'll just talk about some uh, some other stuff for now. Let's let's jump to this story. This is. Uh, I don't even. I just want to talk about it. It's like not the most important or political thing, but apparently, right before the show, we saw this tweet from um, uh, Rick, at Rick and Morty. Adult Swim retweeted. They said, "Adult Swim has ended its association with Justin Roiland. Rick and Morty will continue. The talented and dedicated crew are hard at work on season seven. Now, I know a lot of you probably don't care about Rick and Morty or whatever. It's a show you might like it or not, but apparently, this is they're canceling the guy who does the voices of the two main characters on the show, but keeping the show because he got accused of domestic abuse. Is that what it is? Yeah, domestic abuse and then so what's, false what, imprisonment. Yeah, what, what? Tell me what happened. What is this story? Uh, I don't know everything exactly, but apparently, he had like a domestic abuse." A domestic uh, disturbance, I think they call it. And then he was, uh, they, I think his girlfriend at the time or girl that was involved in the situation called the police. And he was like keeping her inside of a bathroom. And then he got charged with both domestic uh, abuse and he also got charged with, uh, let's see, like uh, I think false imprisonment. This, ar- this exactly. article says one felony count of domestic battery with corporal injury and one felony count of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, and or deceit. Notice, but these are charges. This, these aren't even. These and this, aren't occurred, even this happened in uh, January 19th, 2020. Right. So this is the important thing. There is, there, there's a couple reasons why I think this is interesting. One, how do you cancel the sh- like the, the voice of the guy but keep the show? But he, this is a guy who's being charged. He has not been convicted. Where, 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 you know, how do you how do you handle something like that? And this right? happened twenty or in twenty twenty two years ago, three, yeah. three, three years, years ago, ago. Yeah. three years yeah. ago, January. Did yeah. he just get charged? He just recently got charged, and and this is yeah. Really? It looks like the no criminal complaint uh, started reaching the media last week. Uh, so I don't know if that means that the woman who's unidentified, she's being identified as Jane Doe, came forward later, and they've just been compiling it, or what? He resigned from his game, Squanch Games. Yeah, he did. When? Mm-hmm. Like January, January 16th. Right there. So he knew this was coming. So obviously this has been under investigation for a little bit. Yeah, that's crazy. This is how it usually always goes, though, right? With uh, like, it, it, you usually don't wait until conviction to remove someone from their position mm-hmm. like you know police departments put people on leave when they're you know investigating yeah uh, i remember like with chris hardwork during like the me too stuff that like, was wrong though yeah I, I agree but at the same time like that's usually how it goes is they that's they don't wait until like a conviction or anything like that that's kind of what i'm what i'm thinking about this story i mean aside from the fact that it's very weird they're going to be like what are they going to do replace the voices and you're going to get like a weird yeah. rick and Morty that don't sound the same and it's going to be a weird show like he does the jokes he's what makes it funny mm-hmm. but yeah, we went through this with Me Too when it was, it was Hardwick. He was falsely accused. They took him off his show. And then finally, they're like, oops. Then you had Aziz Ansari, who was accused of having a bad date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a man. Yeah. She yeah. was like, I had a bad date. And then everyone was trying to cancel this guy. And it's like, now Justin Roiland, look, maybe he did it. If he did, then he should, he should, he should get, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be hard until they release some more information. So they're saying, like, body cams from the police, all the details are being withheld from the public. Uh, 
pending a protective order. He also, there's a protective order in place against, like, for, for the victim. So he's not allowed to come within 100 feet of this person through October 2023. So it seems like there's obviously been some steps taken in between, but you're totally right. Like, it's hard to know what exactly is happening. And of course, anyone is presumed innocent. The complaint alleges that he did willfully and unlawfully inflict corporal injury, resulting in a traumatic condition upon a Jane Doe who was in a dating relationship. They said that he did unlawfully violate the personal liberty of Jane Doe by violence, menace, fraud, and deceit. Yeah, what does that mean? He pleaded not guilty in 2020. So he, he was charged a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this is crazy. About it. He was released in August of 2020. In a statement, they said it's hard to overstate how inaccurate the recent media coverage in the situation has been. To be clear, not only is just an innocent, but we also have every expectation that this matter is on course to be dismissed once the DA's office has completed its methodical review of the evidence. We look forward to clearing Justin's name and helping him move forward as swiftly as possible. So what do you think? False, false accusation? Well, I mean, if he's already, if, they, if they're looking for him to be exonerated, that's what they said, right? They expect to, they expect dismissal. to, dis- to be dismissed. Well, I mean, it's a bold if, statement. Yeah, right? dismissal's like just, you know, it's not, all. Not a real, not a real yeah. thing. No. And, and he's already lost his job because of it. Wow, man. You know, I mean, okay, oh, there are some. Of the, one of the most popular shows that Adult Swim has produced in the past at least the, 10 years. One of the most popular shows, IMDb Top 100 or whatever. Yeah. 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 Of all big? time. Ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the, the show's over. I, they're much. not going to get someone that's going to be, he's the brains behind it. They're not going to be able to, to, I mean, that's like trying to do South Park without, without Trey. With Matt Stone and Trey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or does it just like, you know, we have a couple missed seasons and then eventually they bring it back with sort of a semi-changed title. I don't. There th- are some states where like you can be charged with kidnapping. Like if, if Serge is right, like he locked his girlfriend in the bathroom and was like, you're not allowed to leave. They're, they're having some obviously bad argument, right? Like they can, some states will say like you're violating her, um, her I forgot which one it is, but it's one of her uh, constitutional rights, like her right mm. to free movement. You're mm-hmm. you're restricting her, so it may not be like he's a crazy psycho, but this obviously could have been a very bad domestic I, situation, and that to me would come to, like if it goes to court, if it goes to trial, if he gets exonerated, like there's a chance that Adult Swim could, Swim could like hold back for a couple years and then be like, okay, we'll release like a movie. Right. Oh, we, we'll build we, back up. We can't function as a society if someone can accuse you of something and then before anything's been proven, they just say like, okay, you're removed from your job and we're destroying right. this, this mm-hmm. portion of the economy. That was what- and I don't mean like the entirety of the global economy. I'm saying like this element of economic activity, everyone's job at Rick and Morty, it's not just one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loses their job now because of the accusation. Mm-hmm. Now again, if, he, if it's a legitimate accusation, then, he, then so be it. Dude gets locked up. But the fact that it's not proven yet, he's denying it. They're saying outright it will be dismissed. Well, okay, that needs to be adjudicated. We need to, we need to go through that with that evidence, a jury or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that they would be like, nope, the punishment has been handed down. Yeah. We, we are, it's, it's, it's reminiscent of the Me Too BS. Exactly. Well, that was the problem with Me Too was that, well, we mentioned Aziz and Sorry. Like that was kind of like the last, the last time that I heard a lot of noise about it because people realized that a lot of the people that had stuff that was legitimate that were actually going to come forward had come forward. Like all the people mm-hmm. that had that, that were inspired by me too. Like they, if they had the courage to come forward, they did it in the beginning. If they, if they were legitimately, uh, you know, assaulted or whatever, and they didn't come out in the beginning, it wasn't likely they were going to come out after six months or whatever. And so the people that were coming out in the later, you know, the later days of, of, 
of Me Too tended to be the people that were like complaining about Aziz Ansari who had a bad date and there was uh, other people. But like the, that was a the funny pe- story. It was hilarious. It's a bad date. No, was my favorite like- response to that was like someone being like, where are that girl's friends? Being like, why are, why are you putting yourself in this scenario? Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to do this. Like, it, it was such a weird story all around. And I think it like, it took, like, Me Too is so complicated. And of course, people who are, Truly, Me Too is complicated. The Aziz and Sorry story it's is not. not complicated. And the fact that someone would be like, I am also a part of, you know, potentially like, you know, people who are really abused, yeah. like that tells you how delusional this can get. Like people want to be recognized as victims and think they have something to gain. In this case, like I totally agree with Tim, it's crazy that there is like a whole studio of people who are basically out of a job because of this. And I feel like the only way for anyone to know is for it to go to trial, which those articles last forever. So I don't think that it doesn't matter if it goes to trial. I think that the, the people that have already de- decided that he's guilty, they're gonna all they're always gonna believe that. That's exactly right. Like it, it's all gonna hang on. So, but like for my position is like if he d- gets, like I was on Pop Culture once and we were talking about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's been convicted of rape, mm-hmm. and someone was like, "I can't believe you'd say that." And you're like, "No, it's it's legitimate. That that's that's proven fact." And I know the justice system is not something we can always trust, right, in this country. But theoretically, like. Even if the press never goes away, that's actually this person's best shot. Like, at least he would be able to point to something. Point right to, now, it's just rumor. Your your point about the justice system is true. It's not. It's imperfect. But we, as a society, we have to act like we have faith in it or else that's going to have significant it's it's, it's oh, significantly no worse to 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 believe that your justice system can't be trusted and that's honestly that's that's probably the attitude of a lot more people than is healthy for society right now yeah yeah you ever see uh, where, mike where, tyson's where, comments about that case by the way where, real, where real quick where, where did you it? where did you hear the bathroom things i can't find that anywhere i don't know this is and this is an initial report this is maybe like about a week ago when mm-hmm. everyone was first hearing about the story because again it's been like since 2020 and it's yeah. only really broke as of like maybe a week ago i heard uh, i think it was like I don't even remember who was, who was watching, but yeah. I, sorry, man, what you, you were saying? Oh no, I was just saying Mike Tyson's comments about like the the rape case or whatever. Whenever it's brought up, he gets really pissed, and he's like, "No, I." He's like, "He, he didn't rape her, but he said he should have." <laughs> like, wow. kind but of he got convicted, right? Yeah. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's why. It's probably what his thought process is saying that awful, awful line. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, but I should. Like, <laughs> you can't get away with that, Mike. He has. I mean, he's Mike Tyson. Well, hold on. He's like, how old is he now? 68 he's probably just like dude I'm done no, nobody's episode, gonna do anything he did an episode of Law and Order SVU like he's clearly bounced back from this conviction yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and he'll punch you in the face and knock your head right off <laughs> yeah, your body if you go too well, far well don't bring him on the he's show and I'll quote. be okay he has that quote where he says that not enough people are getting hit or whatever something yeah. like that yeah. mm-hmm. it's like well you know I, I understand the point he's saying like it's kind of good people aren't beating each other up but his point is that uh, actually Taylor Swift has the has the quote Say it in a t- uh, on the street. It's a, it's a knockout. Say it in a tweet. It's a cop out. You know, mm. she she said it better than than uh, uh, Mike Tyson. If you ask me, she Damn. has a way with words. That's gangster. Yeah, wow. and then she throws her phone in the video. But she makes <laughs> yeah. a point. Like they'll go online. People will say these awful things. They won't say it in real life because they'll they'll be scared about what, what the consequences will be. Mm-hmm. Freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. True. That's right. It's true. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. Is I don't I don't think it's going to be like a resurgence of Me Too or anything. No, I don't know. The whole believe all women thing, I don't know where that's at. I wonder if they're going to like have, they have like recordings of him already, and that's the thing where they're finishing season seven and they're going to release Yo, it. Oh, they're going to put, 
They're going to use an AI to make his voice. That's the other thing. How bad is that going to be? Remember, it, you, got, you guys remember? Can the they just Joe cut Rogan the audio from previous? There's been like a bunch of seasons of the show, right? They, you, you, they, they wouldn't do that. But you remember the Joe Rogan voice? Yep. Oh AI? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, so they, they, they had a uh, AI analyze Joe Rogan's voice, and they made a thing where you can type in words, and it would say it as Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. do that with him. I hate technology. That's so creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna be watching. You're gonna be like, "This is a robot." Voice? They'll do it, but the you're jokes gonna get a won't call. have the, the the jokes won't have the oomph. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because he do, he does the voices, and then does he write the show too? Or yeah, presumably, right? I believe so. So yeah. he's like the spine of he's this entire guy. thing. Yeah. yeah, he's the show. He's Seth MacFarlane, basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, after this, like, if he does get proven innocent, does he start a new <clears throat> show? Like, oh, he's done. He's done forever. Hey, look, man, people like Who's him. Gonna touch him? People like Justin Roiland, he's tweeted, he tweeted some anti-woke thing a while ago, and then he deleted it. I can't remember exactly what it was. But this is the point I want to make to everybody. They come for you. I'm, I, look, maybe he's guilty. That's fine. If he's guilty, then so be it. If he's not guilty, when this all ends and the courts say, okay, case dismissed, you ain't getting your job back. Oh, well. They're not going to let you back in those doors. You're done. You should have spoken out and set your foundation before it was too late. Now, look, I don't blame the guy who seems mostly apolitical for not realizing the culture was, you know, getting to this point. Mm-hmm. But I'll say it to everybody else, because I hear it from people all too often. Look, I'm going to keep my head down, and then hopefully, like, nobody will come and give me grief. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Here's what happens. You got a row of houses, and they're going door to door. And you think if you turn your lights off, they ignore your house. Bro, they're going door to door. It's, it's yeah. going to come to you. No matter what, you can speak up now and, and link arms figuratively with all the people who agree and tell these people to shut up, or you can duck, turn your lights off, and then wait until they come to your house, smash your windows, and then burn everything down. Yeah. Yep. There, and there, there, is no, there is no way to be like, oh, I'm just not going to get involved. When it, comes to, when it comes to the culture war, if someone makes an accusation, you're in. Whether you like it or not, someone says something about you, you're in the culture war. Someone that that on one side of the culture war decides they don't like something you did, they make an accusation, you're in it. You don't get to opt out. There is no more, oh, I just stay out of politics. That doesn't happen with a culture war. Let's talk about politics. We have this story from Tim Kast. Vermont Supreme Court supports allowing illegal non-residents to vote. The court ruled the state's constitution does not require voters to be citizen to take part in local elections. By Hannah Claire Bermelow. Wow. So what's going on? Told you I was a writer for TeamCast.com. She's a writer. What's the story? You you, you, you Uh, tell me. So in 2018, Montpelier and uh, another town whose name I can't actually pronounce, Winescu, I think it's pronounced, um, they passed ordinances saying... Anyone can vote in our municipal elections, so local elections. They can't vote at the state level. They can't vote at federal. But it means that you don't need to legally be a resident of Vermont. You don't need to legally be an American citizen to take part in these local elections. And they said, you know, it's good. It encourages people to participate. If you're being represented by these local governments, you should get to vote. And it was uh, in 2020, the state legislature approved the, the they had to change their municipal charters to approve this and it was sued the rnc sued in april of 2021 and said this is crazy like voters shouldn't just be able to come from anywhere and it's a degradation to the integrity of elections and it went through a couple different um judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa 
Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Different rulings, but basically the Supreme Court has upheld a ruling by a lower court saying the Vermont Constitution... Uh, it does say that you have to be an American citizen to vote in state elections, but it does not place that requirement on municipal elections. So this makes uh, these two cities in Vermont, there's a bunch in Maryland and New York City, uh, examples of, of places where you don't have to be an American citizen to participate in local elections. So I'm not a uh, signatory on Phil's bank accounts, but I have the right to vote where that money goes. So I'm going to vote it to uh, me. Yeah, it also Crap. says non-residents. <laughs> so it's it's not just illegals, but non-residents. People so don't like, even live there? No, so I mean, like, you could be from a different state and hop in there for a day and vote? Is, is that, that what they're is? saying? Like, they have like. not defined. I couldn't find any examples of how clearly they've defined what their residency policy is. Like, wow. do you have an address? If I have a house out of state, but I have, like, a, a vacation house there, I can vote in their local election. So imagine, no question. Well, so what, what's the population of the smallest town in Vermont that's allowing this? What, uh, it, they're, they're similar sizes. So they're considered, one of the, uh, the outlets I was reading about this say that they're the most diverse cities in Vermont. One has 8,000 people, one has 7,000. So imagine if they have a like, they have an election and then like fourteen thousand people show up in a population of seven thousand. Yeah, that I guess that's technically possible now. That's pretty funny. Yeah, they they have opened the doors to just not requiring anything. I mean, this is similar to the states that that don't want to require ID laws. Is that still? Does that does that mean it's still a felony if you vote in two places? I guess. It doesn't. It in these towns, it doesn't seem like they care. I could not find any specific like. Well, you can't. You know, be over here. You can, you can whatever. Uh, it wow. would be a felony if if I am a person, a non-American citizen. I guess I live in this town. I decide to vote in the local election. If I then fill out the ballots for state or uh, federal, it would be illegal, right? And so this is one of the objections that the RNC has raised. They're saying like, and the similar uh, arguments came up when New York decided to pass this. They're saying like, how do you prevent voter fraud? Because we're going to have to print special ballots for people who only are voting in the local election and that's difficult and it's more complicated. Now we have these other ballots and we have some ballot. Like if, if I give you a ballot, you're like, Hey, I live here and I want to vote. And they're like, cool. Just only, only fill out the local spot and you don't understand. You check everything. Like, is that your fault? This right sounds to like jail. a terrible idea. Right to jail. I right guess. to jail. Right to jail. Right to jail. <laughs> it sounds like an awful idea. Um, I mean, what representation these people are. The, the joke, the, the joke I was making about your bank account is that, if you allow non-citizens to vote, they will vote in the interests of the non-citizens, not the citizens. So if you live in a small town that has a gold mine within the, in the center of it that is used to fund the medical care, people are going to be like, oh, I can vote here. I vote. I get the gold. I want to order pizza. Mm-hmm. They will. Why wouldn't they? Well, not even non-citizens. I mean, if this is true, non-residents. <laughs> I mean, you know, to be fair, this is kind of how elections used to work. Like in 1876, uh, what was the South Carolina, like South Carolina, uh, when, when, when it was going for Hayes or whatever, uh, they had like, what, 101% turnout, like for eligible <laughs> voters or whatever. And then like in the in the counties along the, the border with Georgia, it was like 2600% like yeah, that's <laughs> it was like it was crazy look, look, if it's, if it's, if it's like 101 I go well look like 
then you've got an issue of check the voter rolls. How does this make sense? 2600 is outright like despot nonsense levels of, of yeah. you know, funhouse mm-hmm. world non garbage. <laughs> funhouse yeah. world non garbage. Yeah. yeah. Just, at that point, it's just like, okay, we're in, we're in, you know, Banana Republic territory at 2600%. Yeah. Right. There are some states that like specifically say, no, no matter what, you have to be an American citizen to vote here. So like Ohio is one of them. I feel like that should, it should not be. You shouldn't have to say it. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a, a <laughs> controversial take to say the people that vote in the states should be residents of those states. They should be citizens of those states. They should be citizens of the United just, States of America. Just sh- wait. The next big thing will be nativist. They'll say you're a nativist. They, they already say it. Well, yeah. There's already there's already a lot of people that that if you that have demonized the term nationalist because of the association <laughs> with uh, you know national socialist or whatever. You know, yeah. if you are a nationalist, they associate you with with fascist because fascism is always a nationalist kind of idea. They're gonna they're gonna shift from white supremacist bigot or whatever to nativist at some point, and they're gonna be like. It's going to be 10, 20 years, and there's going to be a Supreme Court battle, and they're going to be like, these nativist bigots think that only people who live in some location can vote on the rules, and that makes no sense. Well, Everyone gets to say, we're all equal. They're going to win people over by saying, like, if if I, you live here and you're a green card holder, right? Like, I may not be super familiar with this, but, like, if you're not allowed to vote, but you do live in the country, right? You do have some sort of legal status here. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you be able to participate in local elections, right? But then if they also don't require you to show any proof of residency or legal status, then there's no way to say who is actually partaking in these elections. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you don't really know what's influencing these cities and countries. I mean, Mm. Vermont is a beautiful place. Obviously, it's not the population of New York City. New York City, this becomes an even bigger issue. Uh, But... I to me this doesn't this feels like common sense like you're saying like American citizens should vote but we know that the idea the idea that you have to show ID when you go to vote is actually a controversial issue in a lot of places it's, they feel like you shouldn't have to I want to push back on that it's not actually controversial it is only controversial if you listen to politicians in, from the Democrats the average American citizen does not believe that you should be allowed to vote if you're not a citizen of the state. Sure, but they elect politicians who are okay with the policies. Well, they... they, So you're complicit in supporting it. I have other issues with voting as well as this one. But, you know, the, the, the idea that it is it popular in the United States? I don't think that it, that's popular. Did you confirm this non-resident part? You sure it's just not like non-citizen? I went through the charter and I can't find like any indication like, uh, that they, they have to register and be on the voter rolls, right? Like, so you can't just like show up election day and be like, "Oh, I live in this neighboring county" or something. I mean, when I read it, they last time I checked the actual uh, char- like charter change, they weren't requiring proof of ID, right? So like. They are saying, like, you come, you vote, that's cool. They might have updated it in the four years. It initially passed in 2018, right? Mm. So they might have updated it since, but there is no discussion of proving residency in the Supreme Court case or in the original uh, uh, charter So it's like resident honor system. Mm -hmm. Like, you're supposed to be a resident, but we don't actually know if you are. Yeah. So you could argue if that's the case, they are technically allowing non-residents, although I think it'd be important we fact check that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there is no check, but I'm happy to fact check it. 
Yeah, because like, what are they actually saying? If there's no check, it may as well be anyone can vote if they feel like it. They're saying that for local elections, it doesn't matter, that the Vermont Constitution does not have a say over local elections. Hmm. Vermont can regulate who gets to vote in state elections, and of course the federal government regulates who can vote in federal elections, but they're saying that the Vermont government doesn't have a say over who the municipalities are okay with voting. Well, it just sounds like the end of the country, you know? We see it in San Francisco and New York. They've had the big move to allow non-citizens to vote. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, then then what do you mean? It doesn't, I, it, I don't understand why your average resident or, or citizen of these of the states are, are okay with it. I, it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel like mostly it's they don't realize. I really think most people don't pay very close attention to politics. Even the people that go and vote regularly don't pay nearly the attention that pol- to politics that people like us do. And so for the most part, they don't know what is what laws are being passed uh, in you know, in their, their local areas. Yeah. And they always start with the safest thing too. I think they started initially with school boards. So they're like, well, you know, if your kids they're maybe they were born here, they're American citizens, they're going to school and you might be an illegal parent. Like you should be able to have a say in your kid's education. Like they kind of like pull your heartstrings that way. And then they expand it from there and incrementalism. Yeah. That's how how it goes. Yeah. And then eventually there's no country left. Yeah. Yeah. 100% that there's no, there's no part of me that doesn't believe that they're, there are people motivated to change the fundamental structure of the United States. Like, and the people that say, oh no, there there are no people that want to change the the structure of the US. Like they're just not listening to the writers at Vox. The writers at Vox, like there's Ian Milhauser wants to get rid of the whole Senate, right? There's no reason to have a Senate because something, right? Because there's popular election of the of the states. There's consistently talk from people on the left about expanding the Supreme Court. Uh, there's talk about getting rid of the Electoral College. These people do not like the, the structure of the government. They don't like a limited government. They don't like a government that puts the, the individual as sovereign. These are things that libertarians are constantly screaming about. Luke would be here, you know, putting his hand up right along with me. These people want the federal government to have all the authority. And it's likely that they're, they're in bed with international it's, interests. It's been, it's been a move for a really long time to strip away the local power. Yeah. The 17th Amendment, I think, was a huge mistake. I remember reading about this. I think it was uh, Ben Sass who called for repealing it. This is the amendment that gave uh, the the right to elect a senator to the popular vote in the state. Mm-hmm. All that does is erode local elections and local involvement, and that was the most destructive thing to this. One of the most destructive things to this country, because it used to be, you voted in your local elections, you knew who your state reps were. They would then go the state state senators, I believe, would appoint mm-hmm. a state rep, a senator to go to the federal government. The idea was senators represent states, members of Congress represent the people. Yep. And there was a reason for the distinction. With the popular vote, now it's just two of the same thing. And people don't even know who their local reps are. And they're like, I have no idea. What that did was made it impossible or extremely difficult to have a convention of states and actually work on the constitution, amend it for the better or for worse. Because mm-hmm. now people don't even know. I don't know. Do I, who's your vote? Who's your local rep? Who's your state rep? Do you have any idea? And the, these, the, one of the things that I find incredibly frustrating is to your point, people don't know you and people are completely unaware of who represents them. They have no idea uh, who, who their congressperson is. They have no idea who their senator is. Um, they don't know who the, the senior senator is, or the junior senator is, but these people feel extremely motivated every four years to go and vote. 
They don't know who they're voting for. They don't know why they're voting. They don't know the policies of the people that they're voting for. But every time some celebrity gets on TV and tells them, go vote, they're, oh, we got to get out there and vote for what? I have no idea. They're completely ignorant. I just read a story today about how Seattle's running out of space for all the dead bodies from fentanyl. That's gross. And then I just got mad and I'm like, why is it that all of the, the, the major cities are run by Democrats and are collapsing, are, are crime ridden? There, there was a report, I think the Washington Post, per capita crime, top 10 cities, all Democrat. Despite the fact that there's a, there was a couple Republican run cities that were in the top uh, population, didn't have crime or the crime was substantially lower. Mm-hmm. Why is it? Is it because Republicans are fascists who go around arresting everybody? Is it because Democrats are extremists who release all the prisoners? What's there, the there, there may be some other correlating factors there, I think. Like what? Like what? Uh, I mean, for example, of the top cities that you're mentioning, I think like most of them have like very heavy black populations, don't they? Like New Orleans, St. Most Louis, do, Detroit. No. <laughs> all the major cities? Uh, well, of the ones that have like... No, not, not exactly. I'm, I'm trying to think like if like San Diego does like what's the like does San Diego have a super heavy black population? Um, this we'll I bet it's comparable. How, how how high is Phoenix, Arizona? San, uh, let me let me look up. Uh, San Diego is it looks is around ten percent? Oh, oh, it's not. Was it five percent? What's the correlation? What do you mean? Like you're saying these cities have. So I mean, it, like the it, it's not it's not like totally linear, but like again, these cities do have like you know like the demographic that commits the highest amount of murders is like young black males. If you have a lot of that, that's probably going to be that that's that's a factor. That's a I mean, does it correlate more than having a Democrat mayor? Probably, I would say so because there's a, cities with Democrat mayors that don't have exorbitantly high. San Diego's uh, uh, black population, 6.6%. I don't think that that aligns properly. No, that's my point. It's like, it's low. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's like half of the, the national average, but I don't think... Is it one of I the top, think. like, homicide cities? San Diego no. ha- actually has lowest, lower crime, yeah. and for a while exactly. it was run by a Republican. Well, yeah, what about not? Is it Democrats? So, so I mean, perhaps the argument is Democrats typically dominate in the black vote. And then Democrats have garbage policies, which result in crime and releasing prisoners and things like that. Mm. You can, I mean, you can, like, I, I heard you talking about this earlier, Tim, the, the, the fact that Rudy Giuliani went into, into New York City and cleaned it up, like, that shows that it, that, that right. no matter what the, the racial population in your city is, because New York is, you know, the, it's as, as mixed as it gets. And if you can go and have the right policies and take New York city from you know skid row to turning it into what is essentially disney world now or up, no, until, up until five I years mean, ago it's yeah. policy policies can solve problems oh policy absolutely matters and that's why i said it wasn't linear i just said there's yeah. you know other <laughs> factors that probably correlate more i right. mean for example new york city has i believe it has more black people than like chicago does but chicago is like way worse mm. obviously right that's why i don't york i don't know if it's the racial component that aligns with the crime no no i'm not saying that's the causal factor i said it probably correlates more more than having a Democrat mayor. Uh, I, I disagree I, I, about I guess, that. Yeah, I, I, saying, I, 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 it feels too surface level to me. Right? If New York has more black people but substantially less gun violence than Chicago, 
I don't see why you would draw a correlation between the racial makeup of a city and be like, oh, San Diego's got a lower black population. That explains the crime rate. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, no, I'm saying because it, New York it, has a higher black population. It's about than does a lower it correlate more or less than having a Democrat mayor? Yeah. So, so when we covered the story, San Diego had a Republican mayor and crime was lower. Okay. New York has a lower black population than Chicago and lower crime than Chicago. So it's like, I don't see the racial connection. I understand the point at the surface level, I guess, if you were just to look at it and be like, oh, hey, look at these things. I mean, so, so what are the states, for example, in the United States that have like the lowest homicide rates? Lowest. Yeah. I don't New know. New Hampshire, Vermont, very, very low. Uh, Idaho. Like, I mean, these, these, uh, these Idaho, rural, Idaho, rural, rural states yeah. with very few people. Yeah, and there and there actually is a lot of violent crime in, say, West Virginia, where people like to say, oh, the like one thing they bring up is, oh, you know, these Democrat run cities are really bad. And it's like it is true. Pop, like when you when you actually like we, we covered the story a couple years ago, when you look at the top crime per capita, there's a correlation between cities run by Democrats with higher crime than cities run by Republicans. But red states in general do do have very high rates of violent crime, too. Sure. I mean, you can always parse the statistics out in various ways. For example, the gun control organizations, they'll always take um, they'll use gun deaths instead of gun homicides, and then that right. way they get the statistics yeah. that they Including want. Including like, Well, look, all the Republican states actually have higher rates of gun death than the Democrat states do. Um, and then they look at states, they don't look at municipalities and how those are run. So, you know, you can you can cherry pick it any which way you want. Well, so, so here's a question. Like, why why are most major cities Democrat? And no, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Why, are cities, it's, why are cities in general Democrat? In general. Yeah. You go to West Virginia, go to any urban center, no matter how small it is, for some reason, Democrat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a global phenomenon, typically, where, like, urban centers tend to be more uh, left uh, generally, I think when people congregate and they become like sort of concentrated in certain areas, they uh, they just think differently. They uh, they don't have the same day to day experience as people in more rural areas historically. Right. So you interact with your neighbor a lot more. I find you know what I mean, and you, because you see your neighbor all the time, you think more about your neighbor. I don't know if that's correct. Wait, in, in urban areas or rural? Areas? In, in urban areas, for sure. Mm. So I maybe mean, because of that, then you think when you hear something saying, "Oh, well, this is better for all of us," and you hear the flowery language saying, this is you, better you, "You feel like group. people in urban areas interact with their neighbor more than like people in the in the I, suburbs." I, I, yeah, or I think rural. that's completely right. I, think I don't that, know, like, but I feel like they, they ignore them. them completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Like, but it, I feel no, like no, they bro. see them in person. I think that like seeing someone and actually interacting with them is so different. It's different. We've talked. We we've talked to a certain degree with our neighbors out here. Mm-hmm. In New York, I lived above, below, side to side, and behind a person, and I never saw them, never well, talked to them, never totally. interacted no. once. Totally. I don't mean interact. I just mean like you see them in, in person. Like no. you see the people. I just mean you see the people. Not that you, that you maybe you didn't interact, maybe you didn't see them that often, we but see, I'm, just, I'm just trying to speculate here and come up with something. I just, I, I think in cities, you know, Luke uh, Rodkowski made this video 10 years ago where he was, he said, you know, he, he goes on the subway all the time, and there's millions of people coming in and out, and they never once stop and talk to each other. Mm. So he decided one day just to talk to them and ask them, you know, and then he asked them about conspiracy theories and stuff. It was kind of funny, uh-huh. but it's a good video. But he makes a good point. Yeah, I think in cities they don't talk to each other. Yeah, I don't mean I don't mean talk. I mean like literally just literally see them. I, mean, I, I, I don't I don't think that's all. the case. Huh, well. I can't tell you what my neighbors looked like. Hmm. I can tell you what my neighbors out here look like. Yeah, like true. to a certain degree, like we have to talk to them. In the city, like I said, I was in an apartment above someone, below someone, had two apartments to the side, an apartment behind me. Mm-hmm. There was, you, you got, you got the, 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 the door, and there's a stairwell, and then there's apartments all around it. Totally. And then there's one corner, corner, and then behind. I, don't, I, 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 I can't tell you what they looked like. Yeah, true. I mean, you definitely have more community in small towns, definitely, because like, that's just reality. You have to rely on your community in a small town. You're just, more I'm likely just to know to who your of, cops are. 
Right, exactly. I'm just trying to again maybe that's some kind of reason. Well, the the one thing about cities is, is cities do attract people that want to be in cities. Like you hear the stories all the time about kids that leave their small town to go to the big city. But there there are kids that are like, I don't want to go to the big city. I like it. Like you definitely have temperaments, people that have a temperament that is is more uh, more conducive to wanting to live in a, an urban area versus someone that wants to live in a rural area. And then, of course, you do have a certain amount of people that would go to a city and be like, this is not for me or vice versa. Yeah, but I, I think that the people that that have the uh, that are inclined to go to cities and and seek out that kind of lifestyle probably have the same inclination to be like, oh, I think that the government should provide services and and et cetera, things like that. Yeah, I so. don't know. I'm just trying to figure out like like we asked like why is it that why is the Democrats do you have a do you have a reason? Maybe. Or? Well, I'll tell you this: Democrat policy, I think, leads to higher crime rates. Yeah, and maybe it's just. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They're really good at scaring people into falling in line and joining the cult, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it would be like hard. your video earlier about that, how it's just people that just go and vote because everyone like, tells them to go when, vote. When that. you say, you know, there's a, a meteorologist in New York, Fox News, got beaten up by a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. Right. Some right. way. Yeah. And, they, and the police said, we're not going to arrest or charge them because they were 15 and 17 or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they said it would be a misdemeanor. And it's like, how is it a misdemeanor when this guy has like very visible marks from being brutally assaulted? That's but, but crazy. Because of their ages, they weren't charged. They were released to the parents. Mm-hmm. So these are the policies that Democrats enact. Uh, look, I get it, man. I don't like cash bail. I think we need prison reform. I think yeah. we need more place accountability. Mm-hmm. But like just releasing criminals doesn't seem to make sense. No, the the, the options that have been brought you know prov- or the uh, the ideas that have been have been brought up uh to deal with the overcriminalization maybe you call it in the US they're not good ideas like nobody like the idea of getting rid of the police totally well, that's a terrible idea because they're talking about replacing them with with social workers that are completely and totally incapable of securing an area to try to deal with whatever's going on i think you know? part of it is like this idea, like with the meteorologist, that well, they're kids. We don't want to mark them with this record and we'll release them to their parents. Like, I don't necessarily agree with that, but like, there are a lot of places, rural and not, that try to prevent children, especially from being unfairly punished for crimes that, like, if you were an adult and committed, would be pretty serious. So, like, I wrote this article last week about um, a 18 year old who, at the age of 16, murdered four family members in cold blood, execution style, in West Virginia. And he will be eligible. He's been given life in prison, but because of a mercy rule in West Virginia, it, because he committed the crimes as a minor, he's eligible for, for parole in, in 15 years. So, is that because he deserves it? Is that because? His crime is justified? Is that because, like, at 16, he doesn't understand the consequences? Like, you're saying these kids are 15 and 17. If you got caught shoplifting, I could see releasing to your parents. If you leave physical marks on someone, like, you can see that that crime is more serious. But I think you sell it. Like, if you're someone who lives in an area that is affected by crime, rural or not, being able to say, like, yeah, this person, uh, when you when you get a criminal record at an early age, 
and it follows you for the rest of life, you are basically on a downward spiral. Like it's very difficult mm. to overcome that. I think we understand why this stuff sells, but in practical application, it doesn't always serve the communities the best. Yeah. And to really understand the differences between uh, major cities is hard because we don't have a great example of a direct comparison, a city that has high violence and is run by a Republican mayor and a city that has high violence, were- similar population run by Democrat. Yeah. Now I think about Montreal, for instance, because they're extremely racially and ethnically diverse mm-hmm. and they don't have nearly the level of crime of Chicago. Like True. what is wrong with Chicago? True. I think it's the corruption. I think Chicago is a mob town. You know, a lot of people are talking about the gangbangers and all that stuff. And, and 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 like the South Side and the black community. And I'm like, yeah, no, I hear you, man, because I grew up down there. But you got to understand, the cops are crooked as they come. The mm-hmm. cops would kidnap and torture people when mm-hmm. I was like in my lifetime. You know what I mean? So it's like the crime exists. It, it just exists in different ways. Something's going on in Chicago where everybody's just kind of a dick. Like, <laughs> like not, not, not everybody, obviously. You know, I love my Chicago family. But um, a lot of a lot of bad stuff. Like. Just think about all the, the the early 1900s. Go to go to Mendelfian Turnpike if you want to see where apparently that's where uh, Capone dumped all the bodies. Mm. So wow. you've had a history of corrupt government. The past few governors all going to prison. Mm-hmm. You have gang violence. Sums up with Chicago. I mean, Baltimore is really bad too. Don't get me wrong. Baltimore has a lot of crime, and uh, so people want to look at the surface level and they see a racial component. I assume there's a lot of crime or there's corruption in Baltimore, but it doesn't. It, I don't have the same. Uh, the same association with corruption that I do with with Chicago. For sure, you think Chicago. Chicago but you is, think you think the racial component plays like no role whatsoever. I mean, clearly we know that like it's a surface it's, level thing. Well, you don't you don't think there's like a big difference as in as far as like different groups the way they like commit homicide, like the amounts and like the rates. I don't think the race is the issue. I'm not saying. I'm just saying like it's not about it. The race itself being the issue. It's that like the the actual. It's it's just the fact that this group has a higher rate of homicide. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And, and then you take into consideration different societal factors. I mean, it's, it's age poverty too. Levels. It's age too. Like no no one is, is saying like 70-year-old, uh, you know, black people are committing homicides at the same rate as like 15 or like like 20-year-old Hispanic people. Like obviously so not. So the, the, the challenge is you obviously have, I, I, did a doc, I, I did a documentary, I talk about it periodically, about Pruitt, Igo, Ferguson, the riots, why people are so angry, why there's crime the way it is. And what ends up happening is I'll have a conversation with someone and they'll say exactly what you did. They'll be like, oh, but yeah, but you know, young black men are the, are the most, are the, high, the higher de- highest demographic when it comes to murder and stuff. And it's like, in Chicago, it's very different in New York. New York has a much, much lower crime rate, though the crime still does exist. But no, but the, the, that, that difference still exists there as well. As right, 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 right. Yeah. And so what it is, is this, this is the challenge of racism, is that people will, will be like, I'm trying to figure out a pattern here, and I've noticed these two people look different. So I had a conversation with a guy about uh, race realism, and he was mentioning, oh, well, you know, Somalians have low IQs. And I was like, Somalia, a a country in in decades of civil war and strife and famine and drought and constant, like, you're, you're, well, yeah, but, and then they would make the argument that even people who've left, and I'm like, right, dude, look, you go back three generations of a country being destroyed or, or people coming from a place where there's limited nutrients, you're going to have that go down the line, genetics, epigenetics, mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't think that we're, we're solving the problem by comparing a black guy from Haiti to you know a black guy from the South Bronx. I think there's, there's you, you can probably I, I think there's genetic a nature versus nurture components in everything. So there's there's probably something to be said for looking at an individual and making a determination. Like if you were to say white people tend to be taller, I'd say yeah in Scandinavia. 
If you were to say mm -hmm. Asian people tend to be shorter, I'd be like, right, we, we know these things exist. But I don't think when we're trying to get to the root of social problems, it's solved by being like, well, I happen to notice the racial components in crime. And I'm like, yeah, and I also noticed the voting patterns. And I also noticed they're releasing people from prisons in these cities. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I understand there's a nature versus nurture argument. I kind of think it's in the middle. I think if we're actually going to solve these problems, we need to just calmly say, you know, I don't think the surface level racial component is actually the, the, a strong enough correlation or the cause of the problem. I think it could be solved if we didn't have lunatic leftist policy totally. that but, was releasing but, but, but people. But why do you think it is that in New York City, for example, when it comes to the shootings and the murders, it's almost always every year over 93% uh, black and Hispanic? Oh, man, this is a much longer conversation we should probably have in the members only because it's going to take <laughs> sure like we're, we're seven minutes past uh, the, the doing the super chats. Yeah. But I think a large component obviously has to do with why is it that Nigerian immigrants don't have these levels of crime and are very successful with higher salaries. But people born in America who are black, we notice these trends. I think right. it might have to, something to do with slavery the history of, of, of racial politics in this country. I think that you said, you mentioned racial politics. I think that the, the whole idea of like uh, young black people that, that study hard and they get told that they're acting white. I think there's a stigma that, go, that, or at least I hear there's a stigma in the black community about, about let's, black let's, people that try to excel we, and they get told, oh, you're acting white and blah, blah, blah. So it's probably something that's- We that's, gotta go to, we gotta go Super Chats. Good. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll, we'll get into a lot more of the stuff in the members only show. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that I wouldn't talk about it on YouTube, it's just that we're seven minutes past when we like to start yeah. and do Super Chats and get to people's oh, wow. questions. So go to TimCast.com, become a member, smash that like button, click that uh, join us button at TimCast.com and then we'll carry on this conversation and we'll go into great detail as calmly and reasonably as we want. Of course, look, man, there's, there's a lot of people who just don't care about any arguments. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of any argument that is tribal purely. You can't convince me. I won't listen to you. I'll say, okay, dude, then we're not having a conversation. Right. If you want to have a conversation, hang out with us at TimCast.com. We may disagree, but that's that's the point. All right, let's read, uh, let's read a bunch of angry people who are fans of the quartering. <laughs> One pissed off hippie says, became a member because I believed in what you were doing. After watching you ignore the quartering situation makes me wish I bought coffee instead. Well, go buy coffee, dude. I have no idea what you're talking about. I know something vaguely having to do with the quartering and Eliza Blue. I don't follow that. I don't do drama. The quartering mm -hmm. was scheduled to come on the show next week. He canceled on us. I have no idea why. I don't deal with booking. There you go. Smokey Joe says you should hire Justin Roiland to make a Grick and Schmorty cartoon. Done. <laughs> Big fan. Justin Roiland. Let me know when you want to make your uh, Grick and Schmorty. All right. Society Remastered says, happy episode 700. Thank you for all your hard work and discipline over these years. Also, the doomsday clock is straight up emotional abuse. Yeah. I realize I it reminds me of uh, Threat Level Midnight by the, oh, yeah. uh, the Office episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's the same thing as the... Uh, what was the, the color-coded terror alert that we had for yeah, yeah, yeah. forever and the fire and ever. one too we don't care about, I'm just fire kidding. one I'm just kidding they like have like the, the smoky the bear day. oh like, yeah, yeah yeah okay okay yes yes so the, I mean yeah that's exactly what it is it's just it's just a way to get people to be anxious Victor Papadopoulos says nuance bros video about the blue anon version of Tim Pool aka Dash Dabrowski <laughs> was next level hilarious this super chats for you bro yeah, yeah, Dash Debra. You know, some people think I killed him because, like, what? he doesn't do those videos anymore on Twitter where he's like, "Oh boy, big what? news!" He doesn't so, do anymore. Not on Twitter. That's he's, the worst. He's news a ever. lot uh, calmer after the video came out. So. Oh wow! Yeah, he had a whole background. Like his whole life, he was like in Hollywood stuff. Like he was like on Jay Leno's show when he was like a little kid. Really? It was, yeah, it was very interesting. He had a whole show. Like, like, dude, he used to not actually be like a terrible looking kid, and he was like dating hotties. It was it was very we, bizarre. We've invited him on the. 
show. I think I invited oh, him twice. Oh, boy. But he, they, 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 like all of them, they just refuse to do it. Yeah, I figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy, he does the videos where he puts the camera right up in his face as close yeah. as possible. And then he looks past the lens and not into the lens. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the eyes look like they're going through you. And then he just keeps his eyes wide and just goes for it. You know? Creepy. All right. Uh-huh. Where are we at? Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, when the apocalypse comes and you're shunned at the gate for lack of trade skills, we're not good, sir. I'll let you into the side door. Teamwork. <laughs> yeah, I was basically saying, like, dude, if the apocalypse happens, I really doubt any, like, emergency quarantine zone is going to be like, hey, that's Tim Pool. We really could use a guy who complains about stuff. Come come in here and we'll give you our food. They're going to be like, bro, can you chop wood or not? And I'll be like, I'll figure it out, man. Give me food. Are you bringing your chickens with you? That's well, the that's a thing. I got chickens. That, They're going to yeah, come to me true. and be like, bro, we want chickens. And I'll be like, you have to listen to me complain. And you got to do work. <laughs> oh, man. Cody Justin Fannin says, come on, Tim. Free the quartering. Was the quartering banned from YouTube or something? No, I just looked at Twitter. I saw him on Twitter. I don't know if it was YouTube. No, he's locked out of Twitter because he, he he won't delete the tweet that they're locking him out of the account for. Oh, I see. How? dealt with the Eliza Blue well, thing. And so, you personally uh, can free him, Tim. I didn't know I, that. I, I'll yeah, call right. Elon. Actually, Luke's the one who has to do that. Yeah, he's Luke's, the one who's Luke's gone, guys. <laughs> no, but um, uh, we had the quartering booked for like a month. Apparently, playing. I have to do that. Apparently, I've got all the connects over yeah. on so, Twitter. So, shout Twitter. out Jeremy. Uh, I just found out earlier today that he canceled on us and I don't know anything about it. I don't yeah. do booking. I have no idea. Yeah, for real. He has been on that, by the way, guys. He has been on that thing for, I think, over a month. Yeah, yeah, we booked him a long time ago. We, yeah. we, we, we booked him a while back. I can't remember exactly what happened, but we were going to have him come out and then he said it was like too short notice, too fast. Hmm. Something like that happened. And then I was like, let us know whenever you want to come out. And then I guess we booked a date for yeah, the 30th yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I just found out today he canceled. So we, we had to pull in a sub. We had to fi- try and scramble to find somebody else. We would love to have Jeremy here. We were going to talk coffee. That was the point. We wanted yeah, to have, yeah, him, yeah. have him come out. And we were going to talk about coffee. But I know, you know, he's going through whatever it is he's going through. So, uh, you know, best of luck, man. I don't know. Jeremy, Jeremy's, Jeremy's a good dude. Hashtag unban Brittany Venti. Hashtag unban uh, the quartering. True. All right. Yeah, but Trump says, yes, I lightly smashed the clicker for the like button. I'm happy to see Phil again and glad about him being more involved in the show. Hannah Claire is awesome. I love her so much. Look at that. Thanks. Yeah! See, we so, were better recasting. Yeah. This is like a better season of the show. Well, no, Ian will kidding. be back. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ian's going to be gone until Friday night, so he may be on the show Friday night. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he brought Bocus to an experimental laboratory for stem cell therapy. It's actually, it's interesting because they can do bilateral, uh, bilateral kidney transplants for cats. That are hmm. ridiculously expensive. This stem cell treatment's actually cheap. They Ooh. harvest his own stem cells from his blood and fat, then they put them into his blood, and it fi- will help his organs and his, his damaged kidneys. Hmm. There's no guarantee it saves his life because it's experimental. But they, like what we know about stem cell therapy, they they're, they're they're confident, and it's a couple grand I think, so it's expensive. But like getting your cat a kidney transplant, oh man, that's brutal. Yeah, because I've had people people were telling me that they would spend fifty grand for one more day with their cat. And I'm like, look, man, we love Mr. Bocas. He's a cat. 50. But like 50 grand hires a person to go, you know, cover an important story and, and yeah. help humanity. Like, I don't want to let the cat die, but there's, also, a, there's like, a limit, man. And its surgery is not nothing, right? Like your cat mm-hmm. would go under anesthesia, which is hard on them. Like you have to weigh all of them. Well, that's, that's why he's, that's, that, that's the main reason he's not getting it is because he, he wouldn't survive it. Yeah. They told us that because of his conditions, he wouldn't survive a kidney transplant anyway. Mm-hmm. So good luck. They, they said he might have a week left. He might have six months. We have no idea. So we've been giving him intravenous fluids and a hormone to generate red blood cells, mm-hmm. which seems to have given him life again, because before he was staggering around, falling over, the red, he was anemic. The red blood cell hormone treatment, I guess, brought him back. 
but he barely eats. He's getting thinner and thinner and thinner, and he's getting very, and nothing very close reverses to kidney failure. I mean, other stem than cells. maybe stem cells, but yeah. before that, there wasn't. But right, so we don't. They think the stem cells will. We're not one hundred percent sure. We watched a video in the members only section before about stem cell therapy. Sounds like it might. They don't Pretty know. Impressive stuff. Did he have to yeah. like qualify? Like, were yep. there any obligations? For he him? had to have certain like blood levels and medical stuff, and they said he qualifies. He has to get medication. They put him under anesthesia. They harvest stem cells. They inject them, and then we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, the sad thing is, um, they the doctor said they don't think it's anything that could have been averted. He was a street cat. He has a bad heart. He has bad kidneys. They're underdeveloped. This is what happens with street cats you rescue, and uh, it's a bummer. Do you have any pets? Yeah, man. No. 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 All right. Let's see. Let's grab one. OMG Puppy says, outside the U.S. media bubble, the world is not worried about Russia starting nuclear war. They're worried about America starting nuclear war with their neocon, when their neocon plans don't work. Yeah, I hear that, man. Yeah. I hear that. Don't worry. We're, we're worried about that as well. That's right. Mavis says, according to Canadian Prepper, there's a Russian ship or sub off the East Coast and off of the coast of Hawaii. They're poised to strike at any time. That's, I believe it. That's likely. Yeah, we had someone super chat saying they they, are, they, they work on a sub and they do patrols because you got to go around and try and find they're the They're super the chatting you from a sub? Something when they're not on patrol. Yeah, You can't send signals like that from sub, from yeah, uh, yeah. submarines at certain depths, I guess. They don't have 5G down there. <laughs> the, so at two, uh, two, I don't know the exact depth, but uh, different frequencies can't penetrate water. This is Starlink? No. Yeah, so like the best <laughs> the best radiation shield, I think they do is for, for uh, shuttles and space stuff, water. Mm-hmm. They have oh, water true. line because uh, water diffuses hmm. radiation. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Uh, I learned that when I was trying to create a water drone. Back in the early days, 12 years ago, we were doing a bunch of drone work, and we had ground drones, remote control cars, air yeah. drones, water drones. And the problem with water drones is you can't get signal underwater, so they have to be connected. But they do have these really cool things. It's a fish, and it swims around. It's like autonomous, and it scans mm. holes and stuff and sends data back. It's really cool stuff. Wow. Yeah, and then I had this little, I had this, uh, this is amazing. I had this little remote control two-wheeled car with a camera on it that I would bring with me when I would do field work, field reporting. Because what we would do is, if we were at a point where there was like a police line and you couldn't go past it, we would, I would take it off my bag, pop its wheels out, turn it on, and then just chuck it because it bounces. Mm-hmm. And then we take your phone, you take your phone app and you drive it through and you can film what's going on. Yeah. And then we also had the, I had the, the air drone on my backpack that I could take off, put it down, launch with the computer and then live stream what it was showing. We only did it a couple times, but the idea was like, Hey man, I'm allowed to drive my little mo- remote control car. It's got, it had, it had a range of a couple hundred feet and it could go around corners. And so if I'm like, not only that, if there's like active rioting and Molotovs, I'll send in the little car to film so you can see what's going on. Oh, true. Sure. That was fun. That's so cool. Yeah. And you know, the thing is like, nobody really does it anymore. I was just, me and my friends were doing the weird hacker stuff on the ground. Most people just don't even live stream at all. Mm-mm. All right. Brandon Hampson says, Tim, the clock has 90 seconds now, but you're forgetting about daylight savings time. <laughs> Once March hits, the world ends. <laughs> Good point. Great. Yeah. All right, let's see what we got. We'll grab some more super chats. Why do they pick this clock? Like they're like it is just to stress you out. Like it's a clock with no yeah, specific date. Yeah, it's the anxiety clock. Yeah, be anxious. Yeah. Man. Talbot Link says top secret material is largely a joke these days. I was forced to subvert clearance as a teenager to work on Blackhawks as a contractor. TS pages in the manuals for mundane equipment and full print on IFF and secure radio systems. Interesting. Hmm. 
Overclassification. Yeah. Sterling Wilson III says, guys, who thinks they're running for president in 24? It's pretty simple that the deep state is willing to burn all of the olds and have a coastal presidential face-off, CA versus Florida. Newsom versus DeSantis. That doesn't doesn't sound well, far fetched to me at all. Well, don't forget about Bolton. He's he's in the race, oh, right? Now. <laughs> he's, yeah. Nikki Haley is almost certainly jumping into the nuclear yeah. or, mustache. And uh, what's her name? Christy Noem seems to be positioning no, herself. Really? Yeah. DeSantis versus Noem seems to make a lot of sense, and then DeSantis wins. Uh, let's see. Brown Bear says, Tim, look up the Jason Harley shooting guy. Got blasted by SWAT when he opened his door, and now they're trying to charge him with a bunch yeah. of bunk. I saw the video. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, that's the video where. He walks to the door, the camera's in it, and he opens it and he has his hands out and they start shooting him. And then the cops come in and say, oh, F. Yeah. And cameras. they released a statement saying he came out yelling, yeah. he was yep. in confrontation. Yeah, just total BS. Cher- criminal charges, man. Cherokee County, North Carolina. Lock them up. They yeah. ab- there, should, there should absolutely be criminal charges for that. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that there had been another big officer-involved shooting in the same county, like, mm-hmm. A month before, a bunch of officers put. Them if you watch the video, the reason that he got shot is because he opened the door. He had their drone. They threw a drone into his house mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, like a flying one. Like, no, it's just a little roller one, yeah. and and you like you know you can see on the camera it rolls around or whatever. Yep. That's the what guy's I was like. About. What the heck is this? What's going on? He walks out to the door with the drone in his hand and opens the door like this, puts his hands up, yeah. and he's got the drone in his hand. But even still, his hands are in the air. Right, like he's not pointing at anything. Your hands are up. You should yeah. you, you should never ever ever have anything in your hands when the yeah. cops are around. Absolutely, yeah. I understand that. But still, uh, his hands are at this point. His hand, he's in a sub, submitting. Don't uh, give him an posture. excuse. Ever. No, never yeah. give him an excuse. Yeah. At this point, what I would do is just lay on the ground, spread my yeah. legs and arms, and I'm not moving, no yeah. matter what a cop says. Because you right. remember that video where the cop walks in and he's like, "Crawl to me, crawl." Oh yeah. Like Simon says, "Now put yeah. your hands up. Now now glad down." And then what happened was the guy's crawling and his pants are falling down. He goes to pull his pants yep. up and the dude just unloads on him and kills him. Yep. I'm like, bro should have just laid there and spread his arms and legs out as wide as possible and then just not done anything. And that not poor, said a word, not done a thing. That poor dude was drunk too. He yeah. had, he was, he was, yeah. he'd been he had a drinking gun. all day. What? He had a pest gun. He had a, a pellet gun for pest removal. Oh, is that what he had And too? someone saw it through the window. So they called the police that a man was waving on a gun, which he wasn't. So they showed up. He has no idea what's happening. And he, They're screaming at him. They he had his shirt off and he just had sweatpants on. And he was, his sweatpants were falling down. He re- went to grab right. them and pull them up. I think he was wearing a shirt. shirt. But he was crawling sure. and his pants fell down and he pulled it up. And I mean, to be honest, the cop shouldn't have shot him. But to the cop, he sees a guy's reaching for his belt. A guy who's reportedly has a gun. Either way, though, it's like, dude, if you're that scared, yeah. you shouldn't be a cop. Yep. For real. 100%. Now, apparently the guy got rehired or something. It's atrocious. Yeah. Michael Teal says, Rand Paul today said the amount of things listed as classified is absurd. The food menu at the White House is classified. That one actually makes sense to me, though. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, everything. Go on, we explain. have an overclassification if problem. At the White House, sure. they're serving braised short rib with mashed potatoes uh, and bread with truffle butter. And someone is trying to cause harm to mm-hmm. government officials. They and they need it. to know if they're going to taint food, what that food will be. Right. It makes sense to classify that food so that no one can figure out what fake food to send in. I get that. But if you hear now, oh, the classified documents they find at Mike Pence's house is actually a menu from a state dinner that someone in his family kept. Is that still the same precaution? I would get it for right. yeah. active presidential you know, issues, but like. If it's like a piece of their scrapbook, like I don't know that we're. And should they remain classified, like the menu? Should it remain classified in perpetuity, Mm -hmm. or like? 
Doesn't make sense. Someone <laughs> released the, the menu from six <laughs> weeks ago. Well, and occasionally the White Arrest House, them. like for state dinners and stuff, they'll release the menu before. Like there's this big thing where they were like, uh, when they had Emmanuel Macron <clears throat> in town, they're yeah. like, here's all this stuff, including this salmon or, or this lobster from Maine, right after Biden had like passed or allowed all of these restrictions to be placed on the Maine lobster industry. And the entire Maine dele- congressional delegation was like, um, could you please meet with us immediately? If you're going to serve Maine lobsters, you should at least be not strangleholding the industry. Oh, and whoa. as far as I know, he has still not met with the Maine congressional delegation. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Maine is like a multi, I think it's a $1.2 billion industry in Maine. Wow. Yeah. Denise Ann says, Robert Barnes thinks DeMar died and they'll reveal it after SB, Super Bowl. I wouldn't put it past them. NFL wants to be relevant. Nope, not going to happen. Isn't what Barnes is also the guy who said that Trump's going to pick DeSantis as his VP and the deal's been made? He says a lot of things. Yeah, like, come on, guys. I'm not saying this about Barnes, whatever. I'll say this in general. If you think after the Super Bowl they'll come out and announce actually DeMar died and that wasn't him, or at the very least, yes, he's dead, that is just movie-level stuff that doesn't happen. To be fair, I guess, this this season, you know, could potentially be crazier than the past. The writers for the simulation have been kind of yeah. going off the rails. So, I, you know, maybe, but I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I wouldn't put chips on it. What would the, sorry, I don't understand football. I would like to very much, but what does the Super Bowl have to do with the timing? Just like, that's the big that's crescendo. The last, yeah. That's yeah. The, the but like, game. why, why not wait until next season? Why not wait until, like, why, why wait until the Super Bowl specifically? Why just not say anything? Why, why, why yeah. not just keep be, this be like, guy around? Just say literally nothing, and then people will eventually forget about him, and then no one will ever have to say anything about anything. Right. If he actually died, they can just do nothing, and then a year will go by, but like, whatever happened tomorrow, but he retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hard why thing. Not? Crazy. What's he doing now? Family. Yeah. Why, is it, why, why, have we, why, why isn't he in the press? Yeah, why, all well, the, not why playing football. all this money for all he this? Retired. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not in the press anymore. Mm-hmm. No, he, he, he's not playing football. Yeah. Sorry, have a nice day. Why not? I, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know who that guy was. They haven't proved it was him, but I don't know if they're going to come out and be like, he's actually dead. I mean, okay. What is this? Well, now you go. We are changing the chat. It says, I didn't do this. Do what? You left, bro. <laughs> you don't, you, you trying to, trying to opine here on this show? You're not Kim's, even, not Kim's even in the room. Mad at you. We're going to get Seamus. We miss you, Luke. Seamus, where? Everybody tweet at Seamus. Tell Seamus to come back because yeah. Luke abandoned us. Yeah. Still, we're not and, good enough for placements over here. Yeah, you know, so basically Luke breaks up with the show, so we go crawling back to Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> crawling back to Seamus. I've been texting Seamus for months telling him to get back out here. He talks a lot about, on the internet about want, or on Twitter about wanting to come back. He just needs to do it. He doesn't <laughs> do it, Seamus. I messaged him. I said, Seamus, we miss you. Come back. We want you on the show. And he was like, you know, I'll figure it out. I'm like, he hates us. Luke says, Luke <laughs> He's says on a journey. He's sowing his wild oats. No, I'm know. kidding. Seamus doesn't hate us. Seamus <laughs> has got, you know, his own company. And the same thing with Luke. Like, you know, Luke and Seamus both run their own company. So they have to do their own mm. stuff. And then they come on the show. When they come I'm sure the actual Justice Warrior is totally willing to, to come here and be a co-host. Didn't we, we? We had him on the show before. I know, but he should bring him great. on as a regular host. Why not? Oh, I mean, he can come, you know. I had to give him at least one shout out during the show. I, I told is he, him is I, he did he pay you? For no, I, I always, you know, I, I had to. He's a, he's a good friend. So, <laughs> Silwa says yeah. Justin Roiland was a proponent of Me Too cancel culture. Now he's getting canceled years later for domestic charges and leaked questionable private messages. Look into it. Let them eat their own. Was he a pro, was he was he pro cancel culture? Really? I think so. I don't know. If he was, well then you know. But here, here's my attitude. Anybody who apologizes. 
I'll say, you know, welcome. So if Justin Roiland came out and was like, look, I was wrong about that stuff, guys, please. I desperately need help. They're destroying my life. I'd be yeah. like, okay, I got you, bro. I think Rick and Morty's funny. He's made a lot of funny jokes. Mm-hmm. I love the joke where they did, I think it was like season four or something, where he's in his own brain and he's, he's being interrogated by the aliens. And then he's, he's having a memory. He's like, oh no, this is the time. He's like the worst memory of my life when 9-11 happened. And then like in the background, you hear him, you hear him very quietly go, they're going to use this as a pretext for taking away our freedoms. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got good jokes, man. I like it. Yeah, I it love is. the pickle Rick one when, uh, when he's like, I turned myself into a pickle Morty. And he's like, and he goes, and, and what do you want me to say? 9-11 was an inside job or something. Yeah, like, so funny. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> like, and what I turned myself into a pickle. I love that show. Yeah. He does a good job. This season was okay. You know, everything was kind of kind of wonky with COVID and everything in the past couple seasons, yeah. but there How were a few good How many seasons episodes. are they on? It's been a Six, long, I think. Long yeah. Yeah, it's been a decade. Yeah. Six seasons a decade, man. You got to make your show uh, faster. Yeah. Two Cents Lopez says, check with Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch. He sued Obama for having classified documents and lost in court. They said, President can declassify. Does Crowder want to destroy Daily Wire? What's his end goal? I, think- I don't know what Crowder's end goal is. I mean, I think my view of Crowder is that... Uh, he, I, my opinion is that he views the Rumble locals model where an individual retains their subscribers as like a better way to do things. Because like even they made the point, I actually I think the only real concern he has is, I think they were saying, don't claim you're fighting big tech when you're outright outlining your contracts that people have to be on big tech because that doesn't seem like legitimate, like honest. So, you know, whatever. I don't think he wants to destroy anything. I think he wants things to be different. He, Wait, he, he brought up the Obama classification thing. Who did? And then the super chat yeah. for the Tom. Yeah, because I think the the thing with the Obama and the classified documents is that they're in the hands of like the National Archives. Like the National Archives manages the classified documents for Obama, even though they're like <laughs> what they're like a presidential library or something like that. I, I don't know, but I don't think that was what people were making it out to be. Hmm. All right, let's see. David Chapman says, great meeting you and Phil at Freedom Plaza. If you do another event when it warms up, I'll bring a whole battery-powered band to play while you skate. Uh, yeah, probably. And we're doing, we're doing a live event at the Vulcan in uh, Austin. I think it's in April. In April, yeah. I don't have the link or anything ready, but apparently it's up. You can, they can buy tickets now, can't they? Yeah, I think anybody, so, yeah. yeah. yeah well, there you so. go. So it's the Vulcan. Yeah, at the yeah Alex Stein's going to be there. Alex Jones, Michael Malice, Blair White. Lou Krakowski, uh, maybe a handful of other people. We're going we're gonna to have a blast down there in Austin. We're going to be doing the show uh, live from Austin for the week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Right. And uh, maybe some other guests. And then the day after, so I think it's Friday, Timcast IRL Live. And then Saturday is the Minds event. So we're like, not, the events aren't in conjunction, but like, you know, we planned it because we're friends with Minds. So we do our thing Friday night, and then the next day you have the whole Minds event. So it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a great weekend. Yeah. And then I'll, of course, be. I, I don't think I'm. A, I don't know if I'm officially at the Minds thing. In some, I, I don't know what the official capacity is that I'll be there, but I'll be there. I don't know if they put me on a panel or something. I think you're but, listed on the actual thing. I mean, I'm there. We're hanging out. We're doing a party and stuff. Mm-hmm. Something. I don't know. I'm. You know, we're all friends. We're all doing this. But it's like Friday night we do our thing, and then the next day is the big Minds thing. It's going to be a whole awesome. When awesome. is this? April. Okay. What is it? Do you, do you Yours guys is the fourteenth. The fifteenth yeah, is the mines thing. That's correct. Fourteenth. Yeah. Fourteenth. The fifteenth is the mines thing. Oh, okay. Are you, you're gonna be there. If you, uh, you're gonna be there. Want, we're gonna have you there. there. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna figure it's my it out. Birthday. The fifteenth. Oh. So nice of mines to throw you a party. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll get a. We'll bring a cake and. All Ice right. Cream cake. We'll just grab a couple more here. 
Ronald Pant says, not overclassified. It's called OPSEC. Look it up and look up how that and Tom Clancy and POWs in Vietnam are related. Interesting. All right, last one. Shane Marley says, both of them are much better guests than Seamus because they don't preach Bible stuff to me. <laughs> well, you know, I actually like that about Seamus. I thought it was interesting to have, uh, you know, we don't have staunchly uh, religious individuals as often with Seamus, mm-hmm. it created a different perspective you don't often hear. Right. I think it's valuable. You know, Ian's the graphene guy. He's everyone's got their quirks. Luke's the the parks departments are communist. Mm-hmm. It's like we have our cast of characters with their with their you know specialties. Mm-hmm. Speaking about, uh, he mentioned religion just today. Uh, you didn't talk about it, but there was a book released that Pope Benedict, the previous Pope, not the current one, passed away. He wrote it before. Uh, he passed away. I mean, obviously, but he, he wanted it released after he passed away because of the stuff that he said. Essentially, the Catholic Church has been the whole Vatican has been overtaken by like liberation theology, which is the basically Marxist Catholicism. Essentially, mm, wow. the whole cat, Holy Roman Catholic Church has fallen to the Antichrist. Like, if you're a Catholic, that's Seamus, essentially where what's are going you? On. I think Seamus talks about this actually. Yeah. Seamus, uh, right. tell people the Catholic Church has fallen to the Antichrist. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at timcast.com, click that join us button. We're going to have a members only uncensored show, not so family friendly, coming up. Ooh. We post them about 11 p.m. I got through that very quickly just for you yeah. guys. <laughs> uh, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show. You can follow the show at timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at timcast nuance, bro. Do you want to shout anything out? Yeah, uh, follow me, Nuance Bro, on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Anytime, brother. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring you and uh, Actual Justice Warrior on at the same time if you guys ever That sounds awesome. I would like to meet Sean. Yeah. It's good people. I dig his stuff. Good people. Right on. I'm Hannah Claire. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow TimCast News on Twitter. It's where you can see work from me and all the rest of our journalists. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at HannahClaire.B. You can follow me on Twitter at HC Brimelow. And yeah, thanks you guys for having me. Yeah. I'm Phil The Remains. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm Phil It Remains, official on Instagram. The band is called All That Remains. We're heavy metal, and we will kick you in the privates. <laughs> and uh, I am MattSurge.com. It's good to be back, guys. Uh, that was a fun one. Right on. Someone mentioned that Tim Gass is not on the Vulcan website that I see. I don't know. We got to get the link or something. We'll figure it out, yeah. and we'll get it up soon. So, uh, and, then we'll, and then we'll share it, and we'll have it on all the posts. So you can buy tickets. And I don't know. How many seats is it? A couple hundred or something? I think it's a couple hundred. Yeah. Um, so you should you should you should get your tickets early is really for sure, for sure. All right, everybody. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.